Hello, everybody. It's the Buko Boys. It's Darren DVO and Dale Van Otten coming at ya. What's up, everybody? So it is an early episode this week because I got shit to do. You're going to a nice, fun little place. Finally going to Waverly Hills. Finally. Tomorrow. Tomorrow finally. I am. So it's all coming. It's finally coming together. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to check it out. So I think next episode we're going to talk about what Waverly Hills is because we've talked about it a couple times. Yep. And uh, so we'll go, we'll go into more detail and you can share with us any paranormal experiences you had. Oh, hell yeah. And we'll talk about some paranormal stuff we did over the weekend. Yes, we had a fun, eventful weekend. Yes, this weekend we was uh, very eventful. Yes. <laughs> so we started off our Saturday by going to the Utah Doe Show. If you don't know what that was, it was, if you remember one of our episodes talking about who has the best donuts in the state. And right after that episode, this guy put together a full-on donut expo where you, all the donut vendors in Utah battle it out for the best of. It was freaking It was awesome. the best timing for no. this to event to have uh, been put together right after that episode. <laughs> I'm eating a donut now from Madbrook. Which was one of the vendors there, and yeah, they they were actually really good. Mm-hmm. I they they had a jelly donut that was really bomb. So the way this whole uh, expo uh, dough show was set up was all these donut vendors, and they let everyone taste test their donuts that they were battling against with everybody. Right. And some places were giving you like half a donut, a full donut, a quarter of a donut, a bite of a donut, and. By the end of the day, we were so sick of donuts. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back at it again today. <laughs> yeah, but that ain't going to stop us. Now, you know, just uh, as a precursor, this has some buildup for about a month, which so they did a great job promoting. More that. than a month. Yeah. And then when they finally the tickets months. went on sale, within less than five minutes, tickets were sold out. Yeah, they had the whole thing sold out in four minutes. That so was we insane. didn't jump on that. We missed that opportunity because we thunk? were busy. Who would have thunk? Which is, which is great. So... We've been in communication with the organizers, which is Brian and Heather Carr, and we've been in communication with them, and just staying in communication, especially you, Dale, you stayed in a lot of communication with Brian, and he gave us opportunity to buy tickets towards kind of last minute, and um, he, was, we, he had some clutch, he had some in his pocket, yeah. so he so, was uh, holding out. So we want to give some big ups, though, to Brian and Heather putting that together, because that takes a lot of work and guts to just oh, yeah. organize something like that. that so, something that big with that many vendors, just the two of them, that was amazing. No, the biggest complaint was this amount of tickets and the size of venue. But understandably, this is the first one. You don't know. Exactly. Who would have you know? thought that it would have been that? Like I said, the tickets selling out that quick. But because he did such a good job at marketing it, that both of them did such a good job at it that it just... Everyone knew. Everyone wanted yep. to go. And then even when I was posting um, snaps about it while we were there, people were hitting me up like, how the hell did you get in Yeah, there? me too. On my, on my like, Instagram and Facebook. Um, fuh, 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 Boys exclusive. Hey, we just, <laughs> we just got, you know, we have these exclusives, you know. <laughs> now, we've got, now, we're kind of munching on donut, like I said. What do most people like to eat with donuts or drink with donuts? Milk and coffee. Milk or coffee, but not the Buko Boys. Nope. We do chai tea. But not just any chai not tea. Not just any chai tea. Tom was in it, brother. We laced it with kava. <laughs> oh, it's so good. 
Oh, yeah. And this is a strong batch you made. I can tell. Oh, it's so strong. <laughs> that Ooh. was your intentions, but that is a strong batch. Because of I was like, you know what? Let's not keep refilling and refilling. Let's just do one strong ass yeah. one. Get us nice and cut. So we might be a little giggly a little bit later on. That's this, okay. again, so Mad Brook, a bunch of Utah vendor donuts were there. And what happened was they, had, they brought judges in from out of town. And then, and then the people that were there got a vote. So this is one thing they did a good job of. They did it in waves. They did it in three waves. Yeah, so it just wasn't all jam-packed all at once. Yes, which is a really smart idea. So the first wave was the VIP. They got to come in first, and then they also got to witness a donut-eating contest. And they also let people dress up in their favorite donut attire. And they had a mascot. They they even made a mascot. Yeah, a little donut guy. Which is guy. amazing. Yeah, it was and they a, even uh, they had let, they let people like try to come up with names and then vote on the top names. So yes. he ended up with Captain Sprinkles. I, I, like, I like your name better option. Titty Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been Titty Sprinkles. You <laughs> should have mentioned you should put that in the ballot. Oh, that was funny. Next year, maybe. <laughs> they got a yeah. new mascot. <laughs> so they did a VIP wave first. Then they, and it was an hour and a half in between the waves. So that gives you a good amount of time. We were there for almost about an hour. Yeah, we, we, were we felt like we got, we got a lot done there. You know, we were, like, we were talking to some of the vendors. They were explaining what their uh, donuts were. But I did notice that there were times when it did get a little crowded when a lot of the uh, the ticket holders for that time seemed to all be there at, at once. Yeah, it right did get a the third wave. But at the same time, it wasn't like overly crowded. It was just a little, you know, had to wait a little bit to get a donut that I hadn't tried yet. Yeah. Because, you know, they were like, no waiting in line. Just go up and grab. But um, some of the places near the entrance where people first walk in just stayed packed the whole time. Yeah. So in order to get to those, we had to like you know, wait a little bit. Now, what some people did, I liked, but then later thinking about it, I didn't like the idea, was they would go to the vendors and say, hey, can I get the... So, okay, first of all, sorry, let me rewind. You were given one of those big boats. Like, you know, like when you go get like a hot dog, like those boats, yep. but like three times the size of that. So you get your samples on there and, and you try them out. What some people were doing were going to the vendors and saying, hey, give me give me one of your boxes, like from the dozen box, like give me half of the box, like the lid. And they were putting all their donuts on there. But we, as we were talking, it was like, okay, now you have a full thing. You won't remember exactly where you were. So I like how we did it. We did it in like three or four batches pretty right. much. So we went to like a few and then stopped and tried those out. We went, went in waves. <laughs> we did, which I think is a smarter way. Yeah, especially opinion. when it comes to remembering uh, right. the because some donuts were looked very different because of the, you know depending who made them. Like there was one that looked like a watermelon slice, and you're going to remember that. Yeah, that's true. But when it comes to like fritters, you're not going to all of them look identical. You're not <laughs> yeah. going to remember what fritter came from right, where. Right, right. So that part would be a little bit too hard. And you know what? There was that one place that ended up winning the the, the judges. Um, votes yes mirror lake station and that place won with their raspberry fritter yes and i didn't even try their damn raspberry fritter because i was like i don't want to fill up on fritters because i got to try all these damn donuts <laughs> so i was skipping a lot of the fritters because i was not trying yes, to fill true. up on that the one fritter i did try was a uh, pineapple jalapeno from nighttime in tooele that shit was good it's good and it's that weird because it has that little the jalapeno has just a little bit of a bite to it yeah, at the end after after you've already swallowed it, and then you're, you just get that little bit of a bite left yeah, so in your even, mouth. Even, even if you don't um, like spicy, like it's not like 
a bad one. Like you don't really notice it. Right. And so I didn't even try the winning donut because I didn't want to fill up on yeah. fritters, damn it. But now I, and to try it, guess where I got to go? Tooele. Yes. And that's like a half hour away. I'm going today, actually. So, Maybe oh no, Friday, me. Friday. Okay, grab. Well, shit, I'll be back in town on Saturday. Okay, I'll, I'll grab you one. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and then the one we voted for actually won for from the for the uh, voters. voters' choice. Yeah, voter choice. Yes, good, perfect. Uh, so the voters' choice, which was Donut Boy out of West, West Valley. Valley. Oh, I've never been there. I've actually heard about this guy before. I've heard. Uh, yes. I've had some friends post some pictures of donuts and say where they got it. Never tried stopping there before, but holy shit, that donut was, it was a strawberry cream one, right? That was one you voted on. We had a few flavors, like a banana, we had the banana cream as well, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And we also had the strawberry, which was one they were voting. So, so a lot of the vendors, they brought extra donuts, but they had one that they were being voted on. Right. Some, some vendors had like four or five donuts that you could try, all of them. Some, like Donut Boy, was uh, just letting you try one. Yeah. But man, was it good. But like this Mad Brook, which we have today, they were like giving you, if the they were like, hey, tr- if you like our Instagram and or follow us on Instagram, tag two people in our latest post, we'll give you a free freaking Giant exercise. Donut. But you know what? I'm glad we went early because I bet they didn't do it towards the end. I bet they were I running I saw out. people. No. They were, oh, really? Because there were still more waves after us. Yeah. you. Good job, guys. Like Defenders <laughs> is such an amazing job. Anyway, we voted, like you said, for Verdona Boy, their strawberry one, because... You could taste the real strawberries. Oh, yeah. They didn't hold back on that strawberry. It wasn't that artificial flavor. Nope. It was real. Even the... uh, There was more than just the actual fruit. It seemed like they did Uh make a glaze, but they used like the real strawberries for the glaze, not like the the fake stuff that you put on angel food cake, you know? Right. Shit was so good. It was good. Again... I want to give shout-outs to, to Brian and Heather Carr who organized this because that took a lot of work and guts to just say, hey, you know what? This has never been done. We're going to do it. They have a love and passion for donuts. Uh, they own a company called Donuts Unplugged. You can, you can follow them. But they also donated. Yeah, so all the, proce- like all the uh, money that was made from this event all went to these donations. They ended up donating like... 5200 5200 each. each one so over 10,000 so 50, over 5200 each one I mean pull it up again so they donated to the Utah 1033 Foundation so that's to help um with fallen heroes right I I'm guessing I, I should look more into it sorry I'm not sure if it's 100% like just military or if it's also or just police and fire or or combination but still a great organization great purpose the other one is called the Christmas Box International, and this is for mostly kids who's gone through abuse, neglect, homelessness to kind of help with them. So both great organizations, people's tickets help pay for those. Again, shout out to Brian and Heather for doing something like that as well. I think that was just incredible. So yeah, that was totally awesome that they you know donated all that. And, and put this whole thing together. That was so badass. It was. And so again, I'm excited to see what next year has. To- it's going to evolve. It's going to get better. That's the, that's the best thing. People, I know people were complaining about the size of the venue and how many tickets they sold. But guess what? It was the first time. You got to learn. And it's going to evolve and get better. Right. That's the, that's the best thing. I didn't even hear any complaints about that. But I could, it, I I could see I didn't hear. That. It was just the, I would see it. I would see the complaints. So like mm-hmm. on their posts from Facebook and Instagram, people are like, sell more tickets. I, I get it. 
I mean, we wish we would have got in on it at the beginning. We didn't. Luckily, we stayed in communication. We also told them we're going to give them a big shout out on our podcast. Yeah, and donuts uh, all over your arm. Like a donut a piece mess. glaze. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, great job to those guys and what, what they did and put together. It was just So, was, was there awesome. any donuts that you were not impressed with? I was not impressed with? Okay. I think it was just because of this event. I wasn't impressed with it. And it's not really a donut. It was a churro. I was going to say the same thing. Okay. So they did a churro, and I like it. So what they did is they, they have a churro, and it's a little bite-sized, I think, just because of the show. And then they filled it with different things. I actually got coconut filling, and it was more liquidy than a – I was thinking – I, I was personally was thinking it was going to be more of like a coconut custard. But it was a coconut liquid, like a coconut flavor. So it kind of leaked through, and it just made it seem very oily. oily yes. Yeah, that's how – that's how it seemed to me. But I would like to try like the uh, big size ones. Yeah, I want to go size. find out. It's a food truck, I believe. I think they're a truck. Uh, and they were called San Diablo. I believe that's what it was Something called. Something like that. And I want to find out because I want to give it another shot. I just didn't like that one. I think cause it was also because it was like a bite-sized version. Right. I don't it think that's probably what they held a it. lot of oil. It held a lot of oil and it made it more, uh, I think it burned easily. Yeah, because it was a smaller piece. Yeah. So I think if it was a full size, it would have been much better. And I want to give them another shot for sure. Right. I won't discredit them yet. But no. I do. That was actually what I was thinking too. Um, oh, okay. Funny. But because uh, I love churros. I love churros. Love churros. And Who I makes was the best a, churro? Oh, Disneyland, duh. I haven't had Disney's. I really like Costco's though. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Costco's no? and Sam's Clubs. No, they're like. They just seem maybe because you've had Disney. Maybe that's maybe why. I'm spoiled. I guess. Yeah, I need to try. <laughs> I need to try that. <laughs> but I'm still curious, our listeners, who you think is the best donut in the valley, or not in the valley, just in Utah. So wasn't he talking about like evolving or having different dough com- competitors? Yeah, for next Brian. Time? Brian sent on a survey um, asking I think the people that went. with the new cookie companies that we have in town, like Crumble and yeah. Chip Cookies, right. You know, add that to it. You know, there's and then I think there's more cookie places coming in, like Swig. Swig does some like yep. the drink places. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think having like a little cookie part of it would be pretty cool. That would be very interesting. Yeah. And then having maybe like a, um, like a a mix of different doughs because that probably wouldn't be a full like cupcakes. You know, there could be like a cupcake oh, okay. and uh, churros. Um, crepes or something be, i don't know it would be a lot though i mean because there would be a lot of desserts i was yeah. on a sugar like crash so, so bad there were 20 vendors three of them were drinks two coffee one milk so 17 donuts and we actually skipped out on a couple because we had already had that many times so we're like you know we, i've had that many times i'm very familiar with it i'm going to just try other ones. Yeah. And I still feel this was a lot. Well, we were starting strong, too. We were like... We started we had like There's another pro tip. Donuts. Tell them, brother. Tell them another pro tip. Yeah. Just have a bite. Yes. Just a bite per per sample. Don't need a half Don't be a one. pig. And like, we were getting these half-sized donuts for On our samples, first wave. And we were like, oh, yeah. Take a bite of it. Oh, that's nothing. I could eat the whole thing. And then here's another half donut. Oh, nothing. I could eat the whole thing. And then all these other samples. Right. You know, by the time you're done with that one tray, you've had two and a half full donuts. <laughs> right. And you've only had a third of that place right. covered. So by the end of the day, you're sick. <laughs> another pro tip. Just just a bite. Yeah. Just a, just a just bite a, will do you. Just a taste is all you really need. Because you can save them, right? You, you can, can save them. it. You can just, totally just save have it. A bite. And then have them later. Bring them home <laughs> to the family. But holy shit, was I sick of donuts after that. Yeah, yeah. 
<coughs> it was a good time. We, we took pictures with Brian and Heather, and oh, and they had a DJ there playing as well. That was cool. Donut DJ. They had a donut DJ playing. <laughs> it was it was an awesome. It was an awesome time. So I'm excited to see what next year brings. Yes, seeing and learning from this experience and making you know they're definitely going to grow next year. Next year is going to be huge. Well, with how it fast will. this sold out and all the people that wanted to go and were so jealous of us for going. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they also had to sell a limited amount of tickets because they weren't sure well, what the vendors could big, keep up with. Yeah, it's not that big of a place. The vendors can only make so many. So we'll see what next year does. Yeah, it'll be fun. But way to go, guys! Good job. So there's been a lot. What do you you know? Electric cars is okay. a is a topic that a lot of people are kind of like on on board with, or completely either against or wishing they could. Is I'm in the, the wishing I could. Wishing you could have one? Yes. Okay. Because. Okay, what holds you back from having one? The price tag. Okay. Because, I mean, you could say like a Toyota Prius is not very much. No, but that's still just a hybrid. That's not a full electric. I'm talking full electric. Okay. So we're talking like Tesla. Teslas. Um, I don't know the, a lot of the names of the other places. I know there's places coming out. Like there's one place. Uh, well, actually, Tesla's building a truck. There's a couple other yeah. truck electric trucks that are in the works i heard, i think ford was working on electric truck ford was working on okay. electric truck and then there's another company that is creating an electric ford bronco interesting but it's not ford that's doing it okay all right but then there's there is i heard there was ford doing a ford truck starting at like forty five thousand. okay and same with tesla's truck that they're going to come out with I think it's going to be around forty five thousand. no i i actually have a tesla on my on my vision board in my office uh, I like the idea of it. I like the idea of totally electric. I hate making stops at gas stations. <laughs> I really do. Right? And it yes. makes you purchase unnecessary shit. Yeah. I, I, it's totally, especially, I'm a road warrior. Like, I'm on the road all the time. Like, I'm running around doing appointments, and yeah, I run out of gas pretty quick, too. So I got to make stops. Oh, coincidentally, I'm also hungry about the time I need to go get gas. <laughs> so I got to stop in and grab me something, you know, some. Not all the time, but sometimes, you know, I do. You're right. You know what's another stop you won't have to make anymore? What? Oil changes. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. You don't ever have to get an oil change. You don't have to look at all your stupid fluids. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even need to look on the road. Just close your eyes and put it in auto mode. <laughs> you really do. And it'll drive you. Really, you. you really could. <laughs> Would you do that? I'd, I'd be kind of scared. So we did do that, me and my buddy. So he's got the, the Tesla 3. Okay. And he, he paid double for the, the twin engine. Dang. Because they're pretty quick already. So, yeah. So, the thing starts at like 35,000, right? Do you know the zero to 60 time? On his? Like yeah. two seconds. Dang. Less than. Maybe less wow. than two seconds. That shit was like, wow. was like hitting uh, warp speed. <laughs> wow. Cause, and then there's no gear shifts. So, you're just, you're just G-forces oh. the whole time. Right. With no breaks in between, you know, when the, when the gears the change. shifts and the gears, right. So you don't feel right. anything. You're just going G-forced against your seat, the full acceleration. That's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. And uh, and just the acceleration don't stop either. You're just hauling ass. Okay. And um, so we were, you know, we, of course we took it over 100. But, um, but then he had the features on there, which is pretty badass, to where the self-driving. Okay. You set a speed that you do not want to go over. All right. Uh, you cho- you know you stay in your lane, and you just turn that shit on, and then he just turns towards me, and we just start having a full conversation, and I'm just like, I'm I, I'm not okay with. This. How far did you guys go? 
distance wise a, a few miles okay and and so we went that way and what was crazy was you're looking at the screen and the the cameras are looking at the vehicles all around you because there's okay. cameras all around the car interesting and it's like uh, say a semi's coming along the side of us the cameras kind of see uh-huh. this the sensors sense how big this thing is and then on the screen it shows uh you know like a, a fake 3d image of a semi going past you it's oh. crazy. It sees it and it senses it, and then it, it slows the whole down and accelerates. Like one big tablet, right? The whole console. Yeah, it looks like a really giant iPad. Nice. And um, it, this thing was so dope. So it won't go over a speed. It stays, you know, at a certain speed that you want it to, and then it'll slow down and accelerate when it's supposed to. And it, it is the weirdest thing. It knows when there's and what I wow. don't, what I didn't get yet when we didn't try it yet. I'm sure he has since then, but uh. How would it know when the light's red? I don't know if it does. I think but, you used to have to Well, break. no. No, it does. No, it does? Because if you have it what? on the auto drive, because they're driving all around the country auto driving right now. How is it going to be auto driving all around the country if it's not stopping at red, red lights? I, I think mean, the red the, lights send a signal, yeah. and these pick up a signal. But what happens at a four, when the lights are down and everyone's doing a four-way stop? I think you always need to be in control at all times. I, I yes, <laughs> I know Tesla is actually trying to do some shit right now where they're gonna try to be beat Uber in the taxi business, the self-driving okay. Tesla taxis. Okay. So you you it'll come right to you. You hop in. There's no driver, and it takes you to where you want to go. Um, hmm. I guess you don't have to leave a tip, but then that's kind of taking people out of their side hustle. Yeah, but what I think people are doing for the side hustle, like what my buddy was telling me, was he would be the one controlling his car to send it as an Uber. So it wouldn't be Wait, Tesla. What? It wouldn't be Tesla um, sending their own cars. Yeah, it would be consumers who bought Tesla cars who are sending their cars out to people to pick up. So my buddy could sit at I home. To, I don't know how to like absorb all this. Right? So he's I mean, excited, sits at home. nervous. He just sits at home. He gets a ding saying that somebody needs a ride. Okay. He opens his garage, sends his car to pick them up. He doesn't even have to leave his couch. Sends his car to pick them up, sends them where do they want to go, brings his car back home, park it back in the garage, and he just keeps get, getting to watch his show. And just multitasking. Yep. While he's getting paid to send his car to self-drive itself. Uh, would but you get I, in? I'd be nervous. As I well. would be nervous too, but there's cameras on the inside watching people. So he has full control of his vehicle still. He can watch on his phone. Uh-huh. He can watch the cameras on his phone, watch the people in his hey, car. Doc. Yes. Welcome to my Yeah. Welcome to Tesla my... Uber. <laughs> so how crazy is that concept? I don't know what to I, I I'm really trying to absorb all this. This is the first time I'm hearing this. And I'm trying to absorb all this. And I'm fascinated, I'm excited, and I love Innovation. it, and I'm nervous, and it's, it's so much, so many things at once. And uh, It's so cool. Though. The trucks, the trucks are pretty badass. The torque and the horsepower that these things have, uh-huh. and the price tag, so far is like pretty spot on with a brand new truck anyways. Okay. Like a brand new Tundra, or Titan, or Ford, going to... Start around forty forty five thousand base, you know, and then it goes up to a hundred thousand, depending on how many bells and whistles. Yeah. So this thing, same thing, starting around forty five thousand. I mean, and they're also making like semi trucks too. Yeah, and then to ship things I think across the country with the semis. They're putting solar panels on them to keep them going yeah. without having to stop. Yep, I think. Now you're imagine right. somebody had asked me. I was talking to somebody about electric cars. Uh, 
another friend, Brian, that I used to work with, and he was talking about electric cars on, on Facebook. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was just saying how excited I am about this coming into the future. And, um, you know, I think it's great. And I was talking about the electric trucks, and he said, yeah, but what happens to your um, mileage when you're towing? You know what I mean? Because, yeah, you're putting more power into pulling something. So now okay. you're, you're, of course, just like gas would be pulled out quicker when you're pulling something. You're going to do the same thing with electricity. So, okay, you know, that's a good question. That was a really good question because I really do right. want to get an electric truck. So, yeah. But I think it would be cool if, say, they line the bed of the truck with solar panels. That, I guess, heavy-duty solar panels because you're going to put shit yeah. in the back of that truck. Or or maybe just an option. Maybe just an option uh, mat, a solar mat that you okay. can lay out in your bed, maybe. That'd be dope, right? Yeah. I like it. I like it all. I like it all. I like, I like the, the thought of less gas usage. I yeah. love that. Well, totally that's the that. thing is people are so stuck on gas and oil that we don't need to do anymore. That's and, true. you know, that was another, another thing was because solar's, you know, supposedly, you know, keeping the economy or keeping the environment clean. Uh-huh. You know, it's a uh, no em- zero emissions, but then they're talking about the way they have to mine for these uh, batteries to make these creates more pollution than cars would. So, okay, that's uh, I don't know exactly how much pollution that emits. That was just some, you know, to me, that's just hearsay for right now because I haven't looked into it or how much right. emissions are put out. But I do believe there's, of course, there's emissions put out in everything. Yeah. But, um, but I would like to see, you know, the future of that evolve to where they're able to mine the stuff without having to create emissions. That would be so cool. I mean, I had uh, somebody from Tesla come on and give me quotes for solar powers on my house. So I like Tesla solar power because, you know, when I see solar panels on houses, I just think they look hideous. I'm sorry. Depends. Every one of them I've seen looks hideous. Unless it's on the back of the house. Well, but yeah. When it's in the front. The ones you can see. Yeah. I think it just looks terrible. And I love it. I love that you're doing that. I just think they're hideous, though. And I had Tesla come over. And I like what Tesla did because they, they didn't they weren't too high off the roof. And then they beveled. So they looked a lot more smooth. Still, eyesore, in my opinion. However, they also make shingles if you are re-roofing your house. Yeah, that's what I would. Or that's buying a new house. I would take that route of the shingles. and They look good. I, I don't know if they went full... Uh, went all the way with this or not. I know this was a couple of years ago when I saw this concept idea where the windows were also going to be solar powered. Oh, I have heard so that. So you wouldn't even, it would look like a normal window, but if you look close, you would see kind of like a coil in, in the glass. Okay. And that was, that's really all you would see, but your window would be collecting energy for you. So not only are you getting it from your roof, you're getting it from your window. And then some places had like battery packs for the walls that would store the energy. So if power does go out, you have a backup generator. Yes, Yes, that's what people don't realize is when you have solar panels and the power grid goes out, you still don't have power. You are just supplying it for your house. When the grid's out, the grid's out. Right. To to provide power. So with Tesla, they'd have battery packs. So Tesla, they have a battery pack. So as as it consumes and powers your house, it also stores in this battery. This battery you can use to charge your Tesla car. Or when the power goes out, it keeps charging your house up. Which is a really cool feature. So he was explaining all this to me when he came over. I love the shingles idea. That's what I asked him. I said, "What what about the whole shingles solar? And he said, well, that's for if you're actually redoing your roof or you're buying a new house. Then they do that. Otherwise, they just do the normal what you see panels. 
But I like it. I I think it's I think it's cool. I like it. What I'm afraid of though is Tesla's always being talked about about their longevity if they're going to be in business much longer. Well, I so mean that part always scares me. That because I from what I hear is the problem with Tesla is that they're really the only ones in mass production for electric cars. True. So their demand is so high right now. Right. And you have to buy in hard, advance. Yeah. So it's hard for them to keep up and. You know, and especially because a lot of the Teslas that people buy are customizable. So they kind of build it by order almost. Yeah, so you order it online pretty much and you customize it how you want. And then... Takes a while for them to make it. Yeah, they have to make it still. Plus, you know, they're still behind on making other people's stuff. Yeah. So, you know, they don't have any competition really. They have all these concept uh, companies coming out, but they're never fully committed or they're not... Executing their goals yet, or something? I don't know what the hell. What going do you on. think about Elon Musk? I think he's a badass. He's an alien. He's probably well. He's, he's legal. He's legal alien. <laughs> he's like from outer space alien. Like he's just a genius. He's yeah, like he's things a, on another level. I love that. Yeah, his mind is on a different wavelength. It's it's seeing things we're not seeing. So he's he's doing good shit. Though. I think they just launched another. I think SpaceX just launched another uh, ship up. Like so what is week? he looking for when he's going into space? I don't know what his uh, what he. Good question. Because they sent a Tesla out into space, right? Yeah, with like a fake guy riding in it. Yeah, I don't. I don't and like know. Like a microchip in the trunk that has like the whole code of what man's about. I know that his main <laughs> goal know. is space exploration, and whether it's, I think it's. This is my opinion. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think his goal is easy access for everyone to do space exploration. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's not just going to be NASA only, but like people can get in some type of shuttle and it'll shoot you out there and you can orbit the universe and come back and it'll prove like to everyone. Like experience weightlessness, you know, then zero gravity. Maybe, maybe. Would, I've always wanted to try that. And then let everyone know, hey guys, guess what? The world is round. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everyone does know. Just there's a few dummies that think it's fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was funny was when Netflix had that documentary that... You know, the people doing the documentary were uh-huh. completely not flat earthers. Okay. But they were doing the documentary on flat earthers. Okay. And the shit was hilarious. And at the end of it, these flat earthers are coming up with these experiments to prove that the world is flat. Right. And they're like, so I should be able to put this here and look through here and I'll be able to see it because of the world's flat. Because if there's a curve, I won't, it won't be in here. So, you know, depending on the distance yeah. and the height and all that, they do it. It wasn't in view because there's a fucking curve. <laughs> Dumbass. Yeah, it's a big earth. It's, you're not going to notice these curves. It's, it's really big. <laughs> uh, and then the one guy, Flat Earther, that said he's building himself a rocket ship so he could fly up there and see for himself. Yeah. I mean, and then he almost died because he shot himself up there and he crash land. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's, there's, there are people, you, you would think there's many edges to this flying disc or rock you think we'd find it by now because people are going to be dumb and try to do selfies hanging off the edge of it right and fall and then fall into the abyss of space yeah why don't these flat earthers <laughs> like getting a cruise together and sail out sail off the earth why don't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i'd be interested I, I i think elon musk is just oh you know what? i just watched this an older video and i guess people like buzz aldrin and neil armstrong are criticizing him For about what? this whole sp- space exploration and kind of saying that it's, I don't, I can't remember what they were saying, but they, it was negative. Like they're, Blasphemy. Yeah, it was like negative towards him. And they were asking Elon what he thought about that. And he was tearing up. Like and, if there is heroes? Yeah, there is heroes. 
But why, that's why he's into the whole space exploration. Like he but, looks up to those guys. But yeah, why are they trying to condemn what he's doing though? I don't know. Maybe there's. I don't know if they're trying to say you need a lot more training for people. I don't know. He's probably saying but, you need to be NASA certified and an astronaut before you. You don't have to do maybe, shit if you got money. If you have he, money, you can do whatever you but want. But he teared up, and I'm like, this dude's a genuine dude, and and he was toking it up with Joe Rogan on his podcast one time. <laughs> he didn't inhale. He said. Did he say that? Yeah. He looked pretty lit to me. Did you see me. that time when uh, when Trump had uh, was congratulating like American entrepreneurs that have done this, that, and the other, and he was congratulating Elon Musk, and Elon Musk totally trolled Trump and told him, "I'm from South Africa, you dumbass." No, <laughs> no, that was hilarious. Did he think he was from the U.S. or something? Yeah, he thought Elon Musk was because his business citizen. is in the U.S. Well, because he started his business here. Not realizing he's an immigrant. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. What an idiot! I think it's great. I I like the future idea of of electric cars going electric. I like the whole idea of solar too. I mean, it's very the sun's pretty accessible, (laughs) right? It's pretty free too. Well, another thing too is uh, like the uh, water turbines. Not only okay the air, we could do the same thing with water. And then we won't hear those turbines, and they won't give us cancer if we can't hear it. <laughs> problem solved. I Solving America's problems one at a time. Heard of the water turbines, but it makes sense. Like the flow of water is, is getting it going. Yeah, so they actually that's free too. Yeah, that's free. So you know those solar chargers for your phones? Yes, they have. Solar they have another for one for camping. It's a water turbine. So if you're camping by oh, the I've water, yes. yeah, you just throw yes. it in the water, let it the water flow, charge all your equipment. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay, I've seen. All right, I know exactly what we're talking about. Speaking of those phone chargers, what do you think about the whole wireless charging of phones nowadays? I love it. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I would like to see that evolve into charging your phone via Wi-Fi. Yes. I don't know how that would happen. I don't know how. I don't know either. how, but I know it's been talked about, and that would be yes, the shit. Yes, I've heard of that, too. So as soon as you're connected to Wi-Fi, boom, it's charging your phone. I've got, but I don't know how the hell that would even happen. That's... Well, I've got Apple. You've got Apple iPhones. We got mm-hmm. iPhones. And there was rumor that Apple was going to have that air power pad. Yeah, and they just squashed that. They squashed it because it was overheating. They couldn't keep it cool enough. Because what their goal was, which is a good idea, was that they have multiple coils in this. So that no matter how you placed your phone, it didn't have to. It didn't have. It didn't have to line up. You just put it down anywhere. It would start charging. But they scrapped it because they couldn't get it to stop overheating. Which I'm like, okay, can't you just do it like a lot of the other ones that are out there? So you can just place it down at, on a certain spot. So I did buy one. It was a third party one from Xvita, and it's super thin, so I can take it traveling. It just plugs into one wall and it has three chargers. Or three coils for three devices. One, actually, maybe it's not even, I don't know how these work, but one's for an Apple Watch. So I, don't, I actually don't know how those charge, but it's for an Apple Watch. And then two are for phones or whatever. So I got the new AirPods charging case that are that's wireless. And so basically, when I'm getting ready to go to bed, I put my phone down, my watch, my AirPods, and then... I play on my iPad for a little bit, and I before I go to bed, I take them all off, and they're all charged, ready to go for the next day. I love. I think I'm, I have a trip coming up. I can't wait to try this out as well. Traveling, I'm I'm super excited about this. It's so just it's so, so cool. you could bring your mat on vacation with you. Just so you take my mat. <laughs> so this, I need to get out of this place so I could just bring just this so mat I can prove with me. This, this thing is awesome. <laughs> just so I can show you how tight I can pack all my bags, and it works out too really well because <laughs> the, the color is black, so I like that better. It's black instead of white. 
and it was like probably a third of the cost of what the air power would be. Right. Yeah. I remember it was, cool gonna be, little... it was gonna be like 120. I got this for 40 on Amazon. Yeah, I think I paid like 20 bucks for my little charging tower, and it's just like it looks like a little stand, and it wirelessly. I just put my phone against it, charges that. My watch goes on top. Boom, bam, boom. Everything's charged. It's a great time to be alive. It's folks. a great time, everybody. <laughs> it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> what about flying cars, though? Huh. I haven't even wrapped my head around it. I thought it'd be here by now. <laughs> They've had a few of those concepts where they have the car that uh, drives out of your garage, folds wings down. I have not and seen And then this. takes off, and then it can land in water. It can land on the road. It can land in water. It can take off from water. I have not even There's seen a couple this. of those concepts that have came Interesting. out like almost 10 years ago that there was one that came out. Hmm. I have Nothing's happened since then. Um I've seen a couple other concepts come out, but still, I think it's just too damn dangerous with all the power lines we have in the sky. Yeah, that's another thing. Why are there still power lines? Why are they not underground by now? For real. Like phone lines? Why do we still have phone lines? Well, who still has a landline? Why do you have a landline? Our parents do. <laughs> it's cheaper to just get like a... Well, everyone a already has a phone. cell phone. It's cheaper to just get rid of your landline. It's cheaper to get rid of your landline, but even if you keep it, like just to get one of those phones that hardly have, that have like limited minutes, because... I don't know. Are you really on your phone that much? I don't even know. I don't know why people have landlines. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we need to take all the telephone lines down already. Like, I just think they look ugly now. Right. But, uh, but I think just without having the air regulated right now, there's no pathways in the sky. So yeah. everyone's just like a free-for-all. I don't want some 16-year-old kid texting and air flying. Well, have you, oh, you know what they've been doing? Uh, these like single-person drones. And that was another concept what? coming out with a sky taxi where these drones will pick you up. <laughs> yeah, I what? forgot all about this. So it's like a little air bubble with a seat. <laughs> and they will fly over, land. You get in, and it flies up, takes you where you're going, lands, you get out. Who's and, but, using this? Who, where, is this a concept still? It's or? still a concept. It's not in play yet. This needs to get in motion. I can't remember where... They talked about this, uh, if they do get it, where they would test it out at. I can't remember. Mm. But that how cra- I would be scared of shit. I would be really scared falling out of that thing. <laughs> how, oh, how high is it going? Well, it's got to be above buildings. And is it going to follow oh. streets? Or is it just going to like take you slanted right to where you want to yeah, go? Yeah, there's no... Yeah, it's... It's kind of weird. territory. But it needs to happen soon. I, I was expecting jetpacks by now, hoverboards, How flying about that jetpack with that? Uh, there's a guy that flies on a on a on a jet engine on his feet, a single jet engine. I don't know this either. You haven't seen these videos? No. Where have you been? So, anyways, this know. guy has a single jet engine on his like he's standing on. Okay. That thing takes him up in the sky, and he's hauling ass, flying around like Iron Man. Yeah, that's awesome. and uh, he, on, on these test runs, he's over like a lake. He's doing it on top okay. over a lake, so in case he crash Good lands, idea. you know he's going into a body of water instead of face planting yeah. a rock. He just electrocutes himself, is all. <laughs> no, he <laughs> wouldn't. He would just kill the engine. I know. <laughs> but um, but his landing, his landing's pretty spot on. His takeoffs, he just boom takes off and just leans which way he wants to go, and he's flying. Interesting. The thing is pretty dope. It's I'm sure it's super loud. We need to get these in mass production because I hated these little hoverboards that are not hoverboards. They're, they're not really, hovering on shit. They're, they're roller on They're skate. They're electric skateboards that you stand straight on. Yeah, I call them roller boards. Roller they're boards. just rolling. They're just rolling forward. Not they're not hovering. I was expecting hoverboards by now. 
Well, the next step wait. is I think I'm going to get an electric truck in the next couple of years. Exciting. So, because Malay's going to have her license, and I'm just going to give her my car because it'll be paid off. Right. And I'll be like, you know what I need? Another car payment. Because <laughs> <laughs> basically, would you, I guess, just buy a power battery for your garage? Is that what you do? Yeah, you just get, you'd have to um, have an electrician come over and install one of those, uh, what is it, a 240 line that you would use for like a dryer. Okay. And then run that to your breaker, and then that would you take just take that and plug it your plug it into your car. Very interesting. Very cool. Couple more years, folks. Couple more years. Yes. I'm gonna join the future. <laughs> so uh, one of the other events we did over the weekend was a uh, three part ghost hunt along the main street of Santa Quinn, Utah. Yes, sir. So we went back to White Feather. Um, wanted to bring some of the team members over there to see some of the stuff going on. And then there was a, the Leslie's Family Tree, which is super haunted. It's all over uh, Travel Channel yep. on Dead Files and Ghost Adventures were yep. there. Um, and then on in that same building is a printing shop. And that place, uh, the owner of that wanted us to go in and check right. stuff out. So we did uh, three businesses all on the same street that night. Yeah, we had a busy night for sure. But the uh, White Feather, we didn't spend too much time in there. Um Tim and Caden just wanted to get that negative energy and, and moved it out real quick. And then the owner of the print shop came in, and so he was he was ready for us. So instead of hanging out at White Feather and investigating more, we went over there because, you know, we didn't want to keep him waiting too long. Um, but I told Loretta at White Feather, you know, we'll come back again and do some more, like, sit down investigating and stuff. Because uh, I would still want to do some more communicating with those spirits that are in there the the not not the right. negative ones cuz now they're gone um but then over there at that print shop i could fe- i felt negativity right away going up those stairs to the to the second level right and then uh, we had our medium brandy she verified that there was oh, kind yeah. of something in the evil in the corner and tim also kind of felt it as well and then while tim was sitting there he felt um the presence of like a little girl holding his hand and then Brandy confirmed it. She saw the little girl. Um, I put the K2 right next to Tim. Oh, right, yeah. So that K2 wasn't really picking up on much. Um, every now and then it would kind of light up to the, to the second dot on the K2, which is an EMF detector. Mm-hmm. Well, when Brandy would communicate with this little girl, and every time Brandy was done talking and the little girl spirit, would that would be her time for a response, you would see the K2 spike. And yeah. then and then Brandy would say what she just said. So again, the K two meter it lights up according to energy fields. It's like five or six lights. It starts off at from... green, just kind of standard green, and it goes up from green to yellow to orange to red, and it would spike up to orange and red. Right, and then especially on the answers that she either really liked or didn't like. So just on a regular answer, it only go about halfway on the K two, but if it was something she didn't like, or if it was something that made her laugh, it would spike red. It would be like yeah. more energy was put out by the spirit. So right. the more energy, emotion of excitement or happiness or or not or dislike, those strong emotions showed on the K2 is pretty nuts. Yeah, and the reason why this little girl, I think she said was seven. Yeah. And we kept hearing the name Cadence. We were using an Echo Vox and the your new S Box that The S Box works got. pretty dope, huh? It was really awesome. And we kept hearing the name Cadence. So we were asking what that was, and we found out uh, that Brandy, our medium, 
her twin sister was named Cadence that passed the away. The spirit, little the little girl. Yeah, spirit. she didn't know that, and she did not really wasn't really sure that she had passed away. So she had to break the news to her that she had passed away, and that's when it kind of was spiked too. Yeah, it's like she yeah. didn't like that, and she thought Tim was uh, her brother. Yeah, her brother Grant. Yeah, and like so when him. she said that wasn't Grant, it was spiking red. That she did not she like that. that. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't like that answer. So. So it's very interesting. They also help get that negative energy out. Yeah, that was something bad. But And I have noticed now, this is multiple times I've been to a location where I feel a lot of energy coming from a location of the house or or business, whatever. And I go over there, and it's usually like an electric, electrical boxes right there, um, a lot of electrical equipment. Uh-huh. And in this place, same thing. There's like a lot of electrical uh, lot. computer work, uh, computer towers and stuff in that area. They were all plugged in and running, so there was a lot of uh, EMF going on right there. Yeah. So it w- so I've noticed that in the numerous places now. Those areas I I, f- I get drawn to right away cause, because of that energy, but it's also where a lot of negative energy hangs out. Interesting. That's pretty interesting. So multiple places now that I've noticed that the uh, you know especially when it's tucked in a way in like a back dark corner. Uh huh. That's when I've noticed it the most. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll feel something like, damn, that corner over there, I feel some shit over there. And then, like, what's behind the store? Oh, that's, like, the electrical panels and all that stuff. Like, oh, okay, maybe that's maybe that's what I'm feeling. I'll just discredit uh-huh. it. And then later, somebody comes in, like, Brandon, like, oh, there's, you know, a lot of negative shit right there. There's something, there's a, you know, a negative spirit right there. I'm like, oh, I felt it, but I just thought maybe I was just feeling all the electrical shit. Okay, interesting. So I have noticed that multiple times now. We also went down to the basement, and we didn't really feel anything down there. And then Brandy showed up later and confirmed there was nothing really down the basement. They just kind of feel a little eerie sometimes. But it's a basement, so I can see that. However, while me and you were talking to the owner, Kevin, we were just standing there talking. We heard a loud bang behind us. Not a loud bang, but basically something had fallen. Yeah, and I thought that was you. I thought maybe no. you, your foot hit something. And not yeah, you thought over. I bumped into something. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm, I'm standing still. Sounded like something had fallen over onto this metal table, and uh, I was like, "Wow, that was it. It was, that was pretty interesting." I asked, I asked Kevin, I said, "Does that happen a lot?" He goes, "Oh yeah, like you hear things. They want you to know you're here." But yeah, there was so. more spirits in there than just because um, also on that main level there was an old couple. There was oh, yeah. spirits, uh, two older. There's older couple of spirits that were in that main level. So when Brandy opened up the light for the little girl to cross over, she was saying how this old couples were running running to get in there and what oh, was yeah. funny is i had the k2 right right i was standing next to brandy and she's sitting on the floor opening this uh light as i'm standing there and she's saying the old couple's running to it as they run past i guess as their spirits would be coming past me it set the k2 off interesting so that was pretty cool it's pretty cool <clears throat> so i was standing there with that watching that as it was happening so that was interesting. That was cool. Then we headed over. Then we headed over to the family tree last. To the yeah, that was the last stop for the night. And, and as soon as we got there, we just said hi. We went straight down to the basement. Yeah, went down to the basement because that's where a lot of the negative shit hangs out. Yeah. So we know two things have happened in that basement. Again, we've mentioned it before. Paul Welch saw this gray-skinned boy crawling like a spider on the floor. Another time, another friend of ours, he goes by Lurch. He went down there and tried to antagonize and say. I don't know what he said, but a rock was thrown at him. He was by himself down there. Mm-hmm. And a rock was thrown at him and hit near him. And he, he got spooked out and ran upstairs. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So we know there's things down there. So what we did is there was another couple down there. 
And what we did is we casted, we have this laser grid. So, you know, like those laser pointers. Yep. So this is just a lot of little dots. A lot of little dots. So you could see if anything crosses any beams as it moves. So we casted that out and we were doing the Echo Vox and the S Box both. We're just kind of simultaneously going back and forth with them. We weren't getting a lot of communication. I just, anyway, there's a name um, of an evil spirit that's well known there. And the name is Lucy. Maybe I shouldn't even say that. The name that shall not be spoken. Now you can but, say Lucy. <laughs> but uh, um, anyway, that's a well-known uh, spirit that's there. It's pretty evil, I guess you could say. And we weren't getting much response, so I just said, is your name really Lucy? And we finally hear an answer come back and say, yes. Right? Yeah. So finally we have an answer come through. We're also, we keep asking more questions, nothing. I had this feeling inside me, though, of... of to antagonize it, though. I don't know why I had this feeling I wanted to call it out. Um, that's probably the only way that we would have probably gotten anything to happen. Because Maybe. I've, the last couple times now that I've been there, I haven't really felt much there anymore. Me neither. But I didn't want to do that with this couple here that they were just, they paid for an experience to go there. Obviously, we didn't pay. We just walked right in the place. <laughs> Again, well, I mean, our team paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> and... So I didn't want to like scare them, make them uncomfortable. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. But we, you did ask a question. I believe it was you. You said, "How long have you been here?" Right? Was that you? Yeah. I said, um, "What? What is it?" Overnight. Again? Overnight. Yeah. Now again, this is sweeping. This is through the S box, I believe. Yeah, I believe it was in the S box. I, I need to go through the evidence on that. Still. Yeah. But yeah, it was but to sweeping. Hear that word "overnight." That's a long word, and that which is very coincidental to your question. So that was. For me, the most interesting things that happened that night, I didn't really get a lot. Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of portals in the area, so I could see a spirit being there just overnight. Yeah. Because they just kind of come in and out. But I haven't really felt a lot in there. I think I think a lot of the spirits there are just kind of getting pissed with a lot, all the traffic. I agree. I think they've just been putting out a lot of energy constantly over everyone trying to communicate. Yeah. So they're just probably exhausted. That's why I like when we do investigations in a small group, you know, so you're not over bothering these these spirits. Right. I like int- more intimate settings where you're not having all this drowned out noise coming from other investigators that are upstairs or downstairs and you hear voices coming through your devices. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would I was telling you, I would definitely spend the night down there in that basement I wouldn't really want to do it alone, but I would spend the night. Like, if, if they said, hey, Derek Dale, you want to sleep down here in the basement overnight? I'd be like, yup. Let's get I would. Some I would totally on, do that. Some recorders, and let's do that. I would just set a, a voice recorder, leave that running throughout the night. Uh-huh. That would be pretty. Except for we snore really loud. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably want to be able to hear shit coming through there besides <laughs> all night long. That's like true. I don't hear any voices. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but um, I did just uh, another Buko Boys exclusive. Um, talk to a owner of a uh, local tattoo shop. Oh yeah, yeah. Downtown that asked if I wanted to investigate because they have stuff going on there. Right. So I kind of asked them for some stories, and they were like, "Why don't you just come investigate? You got it. We're coming." Yep. So I'm just gonna set up a date for that, and then we'll check that out. That'll be another exclusive. That'll be fun. That'll, That'll be, be dope. Fun. So, so yeah, that was uh, our time in Santa Quinn over the. It was our weekend. That was our weekend. That was yeah. That Luke was our weekend. crazy ass weekend. weekend. But there was more to it, and this is the part where 
If you don't want anything spoiled, because this weekend was intense. Yes. Not only did we do all the fun shit, we also had the Avengers Endgame that came out. Yes. And you Game finally of Thrones. Watched it. The Battle of Winterfell. Battle of Winterfell. So if you haven't... We're going to talk about Endgame first. We'll talk about Endgame, then and then we'll talk about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So if you haven't seen these, if you guys want, you can turn off the podcast now. Because there are back, some spoilers. Come on back afterwards because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Mark mark the time where, where you're leaving. 52 minutes. And, and come back come and back check it out. Come back at 52 minutes and get ready to get your ass spoiled. All right. So we, <laughs> we're delaying here. We're giving you enough time. One. You ready? Two. Okay, get the hell out. Now's your last chance. Okay, here we go. Right, Spoil I'm gonna, time. I'm going to grab a donut here over here. <laughs> Talk about it. So end game first. Okay. So I watched it Thursday night, like I said. I... I went to a 10 p.m. showing, wild hair up my ass, went went by myself. I didn't drink anything, so I could sit through the whole three hours. Did you sit through the whole three hours? I sure shit did. Did you get a drink? I did, but Will I sipped it slow. You play it risky sometimes, brother. <laughs> I sipped it slow. I peed a good three times before the movie. Good. And then and then uh, just sip my drink through that whole thing, and I didn't have to get up once. All right. What'd you think? Okay, let's start from the beginning. Okay. So the beginning, you got Tony Stark. He's out in space. He's out in space. And some sons of bees out there, you know who you are. We're trying to spoil this for everybody. Everyone kept saying, Tony dies. You know, I kept seeing oh. all this shit. I kept seeing all this shit everywhere. People being, trying to be sneaky, typing in certain ways and, you know, putting in ways to spoil it because people are dicks like that. So anyways. DVO went Thursday and didn't spoil it for anybody. Didn't spoil a thing. Be more Thank like DVO, everybody. So anyways. The beginning, it shows him there with Nebula, Nebula, and boom, I'm thinking he's dead. I thought he's dead. Like he was going to run out of air or water yep, or food. Because he was pretty much dead already. It looked like yeah. he died. He looked sickly. Sickly. Nebula carries him to his- Oh, put uh, him in the cockpit. Put him in the cockpit, and right. so he dies looking like you know, pilot, like a so pilot. So you thought right in like the first five minutes he was going to be dead? Yep. Okay. So I'm like, oh man, you got to be kidding me. Getting real sad. Then here comes Captain Marvel, saving Captain the Marvel. day. That's why I said make sure you watch Captain Marvel first. So you so understand her part. shit. So he's like trying to die and here she is blinding him. He's like, get out of here. I'm trying to die. <laughs> <laughs> so she saves his ass and I'm like, oh, okay. The whole Tony dies thing was just a thing to get people worked up. Ruse. Yeah. <laughs> but oh shit, was I wrong. Oh, ma'am. But uh, so, they, so, so, they, so she, Captain Marvel brings them down to... Headquarters, Avengers headquarters. Yep, and so and he's just pissed off at, at Captain uh, at Captain America. I told you we should have done some shit. Yep. So he faints, and then they try to get him better, and you know he's Tony being Tony, but uh, and then then they show good old Lebowski, <laughs> Thor, <laughs> Thor and Lebowski was hilarious. That was the, the best whole movie. <laughs> They're in New Asgard, which is in. Like Norway or something. So they're in new Asgard. Yeah, so the surviving Asgardians. They're just there. fishermen. <laughs> yeah. They just look like a European country of fishermen. He hangs out with Krog or whatever his name is. Yeah, that was up there on the planet with him when he yeah, was the uh, gladiator. Gladiators. Oh, you know what we skipped real quick, though, oh, before what? that happened? Before that showed Thor, and then it shows them um, kill Thanos. I they was not expecting that in the first 10 no, minutes of that the movie. that was like... The, what? They boom. They catch him. Boom. Cut off his arm before he could do anything. Well, yeah. So they, they see the gauntlet. They don't know there's no stones. Yeah. They just see him wearing a gauntlet still because it's, it's like burned, melted to melted him. Melted to him. Quick stormbreaker cuts right through him. 
like butter. Uh huh. He's Boom. his so arm happened, goes rolling. You can see his arm. His arm is like so much smaller because what he did is he tried to again try to destroy the stones. Yeah. So he want he did what he his accomplished goal. He accomplished his goal. So he's like no one else needs these. Blah blah blah. Uses the stones to destroy themselves. Yeah. But that sends a signal to them to realize, okay, here's Thanos. Thanos is over here. Well, well, Nebula already knew where he was going to be. No, they well, they had an idea. Right, and then Rocket they got that. kind of pinpointed, and then she's like, I know exactly where They got that same energy surge that happened when he yes, snapped his yes, fingers. Right. Yep. So they went there, and boom, there he was. And holy, how quick did they just murder his ass? Yeah. Boom, there goes Storm his arm. Boom. And then they talk about this. Uh, what was a quick second, and then all of a sudden, Thor just, boom, cuts his head off. Yeah. And he's like, well, what did you do? I, I went, went for, for the, the head. head. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was yeah. like, so movie's over? It's yeah. a Sparta. How the hell are we going to get three hours out of this? Right. <laughs> and then it shows Lebowski five years later. That's right. So then it goes five years into five the future. Years in the future. So, but I think this is all happening in 2017. Because five years in the future, I believe there are only two, 2022 or 2023. Oh. So okay. they're not five years from right now. They're five years back when um, Infinity War happened. Okay. So when Infinity War happened, was that 2018? It might have been 2018. Okay, so they only jumped to 2023. Okay. So they jumped to 2023 and they show Thor Lebowski video gaming and Fortniteing it up. Yeah, with a with what is his name? Krog? Grog? I can't remember what his name is, but it was just hilarious. But you could tell he's just been in like living in squalor and his. Own depression. Just drinking guilt. beer. Yeah, that's why he's so beer. fat now. Yeah, like, he just, just has a beer, beer belly. And play Fortnite. And he just wears his sunglasses indoors. Yeah, his hair is long again. Oh, Love handles. But I. <laughs> so, how right was I about him getting Molnir back or whatever his hammer is? Yeah. Let me look how we got to that, though. Okay. All right, so what happens there? So they, so they get Thor. And then here comes uh, Ant Man. Popping out of the because he's yeah. got his, all his belongings are in storage because they think he got evaporated. So Mickey Mouse sets him free. Yeah, or, no, it was a rat. There's <laughs> a rat walking all over this shit, and then boom, brings him back. And so it's been five years. And he to feels him, like five hours. Five hours have gone yeah. by. He goes and finds his daughter, and she's grown up now. Now, did you see the security guard at the place? No, you didn't notice the security guard. No. It's Ken Jung from. Oh yes, I did see that. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the security guard from the other Ant Man and the Wasp movie. No, 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 no. Oh, from the Mexican one, yeah. dude. Yeah, you're talking about Ken Jung. Yes. Yeah, the I did guard notice with him. The story. Yeah. <laughs> now they do five years later, and the world looks like there's a lot of missing people. Of course, half the population yeah. is gone. But you, but it, but it looks like no one has moved on. Like there's like. They show missing signs everywhere. City Field or something like that, and it's like where the Mets barren. play. Yeah, where the Mets play, it's barren. The parking lot's full of just cars. Empty cars. It's like, why is it like, there's still people. Like, why are you guys not I know, right? Cars I'd, out be like, I'd be claiming shit. I'd be like, hey, so this whole family's gone. I'm going to take this house. Yeah. Um, all their cars, I guess I'll take those. Exactly. I don't know why everyone was just leaving shit, especially when you could use it for parts or whatever. Everybody just left everything yeah. sitting everywhere. So, but they were just trying, weird. I think for the movie, trying to make it look abandoned. Yeah, it looked desolate, it looked depressing. I think they were going for that depressing look yeah. because, again, five years later, now it shows they're doing hologram meetings. They're still trying to help the universe. But yeah, but there's nothing really there. Captain Marvel is in one channel. 
Um, War Machine is on another channel. Who was it? Rocket and someone else was on another channel. And then and Black Widow was at Avengers head base, head home base. And they were like having hologram meetings. But talking nothing about, really hey, what's going on about. here? What's going on here? I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they were just trying to just still keep saving the planet or the war universe. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's just keeping in touch with everybody, seeing yeah. how everything is everywhere, if anyone needs help. But maybe. one thing is Captain Marvel says, hey, I got this big project. You won't hear from me for, for a while. That's a big message she, she put out there. Well, yeah, be, and they were like, well, where are you going to be? She's like, well, there's all these other planets, and yeah, none of them have one. you guys. Yeah, yeah, not that every planet has you know, Avengers or superheroes, so got to help these other planets out, which is a big part, because she's like, I'll be back. I'll be gone for a while. I don't know when I'll be back, which and is the, huge. Yeah. Actually, in hindsight, it becomes huge. Yeah. So now you said Ant-Man, Ant-Man comes back, and he, realize, he sees his daughter. Yeah, so that part really got to me, because I'm like... I couldn't imagine five years passing and age progression happening, and then seeing my daughter in five years. After, right, I would, I would lose my shit. I'd be <laughs> so upset losing all that time. Yeah. So, I could like that part got to me. I'm like, I couldn't imagine going through that, especially so, yeah, because he had no idea. It only felt like a little bit of time had gone by. Yeah, exactly. He comes back and he sees like the missing signs. Those are those are still up. Mm-hmm. He sees some random kid riding his bike. He's like, Hey, what happened? The kid's like weirdo and takes off you know so yeah he's shocked so it comes you know he, he finally pieces it together eventually yeah and then they show uh hulk as professor hulk oh one more thing though talking about kids oh hawkeye, hawkeye starts the show off yeah before hit- the snap and hawkeye's teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow and arrow and she's already good she hits the bullseye said, great job hawkeye i guess i didn't realize this they've never me- mentioned that name in the whole avengers movie they've yeah, never they said the name of hawkeye before. Yeah, they have. The, the people are saying they've never said the word. They always go by his name. Barton. Hey, Barton. His last name. They always called him Barton. I could have sworn in the first Thor movie when he shows up, I could have sworn they might have called him Hawkeye there. You should watch it because okay. other things I watched, that this is the first time they've ever said the name Hawkeye. Okay. Okay. And obviously, I'm, Actually, no. I, I can't think of them saying it now. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, he's teaching her how to, how to shoot bow and arrow. Um, his boys and, and his wife are getting a picnic ready. And they're like, hey, what do you want on your burger or hot dog? He retrieves the arrow, turns around. You see the dust of his daughter. And he's like, hey, where you at? And he looks back at his family, see the dust of them. Everyone in the movie when I was in was like, <gasps> like oh. Like, yeah, and he's know. like panic. He starts panicking. He did a good job at that panic, too. Yeah. Which then turned him into a rogue goes by the name Ronin. Yeah, like a rogue samurai killing. He just went pure killing vigilante and was traveling all over the world. Japan. They found him in Japan, but they but Rhodey, um, War Machine was saying, Hey, looks like in this I can't remember where he said, but it looks like it looks like his work again. They weren't saying his name. Mm-hmm. But they were like, It looks like his MO. And that's when Black Widow goes to go find him and stuff like that. So because he said it looks like other places that he's been to. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. So sorry. But we, I want to go back to that. So now let's go back to Ant-Man. So yeah, his, his daughter's five years older. And now he's, he's, he's piecing it together. But he's in, he's in San Francisco. So I'm assuming he drove his van to New York. Because he's in his van. I think that's where the Avengers headquarters is, right? Isn't it in New York? I'm not sure where it is It was is the Battle exactly. of New York. You know, when the aliens well, yeah, came in. Yeah, but it in. wasn't at their 
Avengers place, but I'm guessing yes, it could be that's New where York? Loki was. That because it was Stark Towers, and when they when well, Stark Towers is in New York, yeah, is when they destroyed it, the A from Stark was left, and that was became Avengers. Then they moved it later to like a facility versus the tower because the tower I don't know what happened. No, the, the tower. Stark Tower originally was in L.A. His home, anyways, and then after his home got destroyed, he built a huge Stark Tower in New York. Okay, so I wonder. I wonder if I wonder if he drove to L.A. or New York. But anyway, Ant Man finally arrives. Yeah. Either way, Ant Man drives his van, <laughs> and he and uh, they, you know, he meets up and Captain America and Black Widow are there, and he tells them, the "Hey, whole... five years have gone by. It felt like five hours." Oh yeah. Well, they need a, a genius, so they need yeah science to to get them. Because well, he Ant Man explains the whole time travel right. thing, the quantum realm. Yep. So then they. Uh, they go and, and talk to Tony. Tony doesn't want any part of it. Then they go talk to Bruce Banner, who is Bruce Banner's he's mind in the Hulk's body, yeah. which is the shit. So he re he like turned up the gamma radiation and, and fused the two. So he's like, I got the mind of Banner and the and the strength and brawn of Hulk. Yeah, and he's like loving loving that life. Yeah, because <laughs> people want to take selfies with him. And... <laughs> well, the best part is just because he's. Mark Ruffalo, he's just like such a calm person. Yeah. And he's just so like, you know, la- lackadaisical uh-huh. when it comes to the, his his mannerisms and talking and stuff. And so when they go back in a time and he sees himself smashing shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like embarrassed about like, how uh-huh. his actions looked. <laughs> because he looks like a little kid just breaking shit and having yeah. a fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throwing tantrums. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So they they finally figure out or so they go, they go visit... Well, Hulk... Just to speed things okay. up, Hulk does his thing with the quantum realm and, and uh, Ant-Man keeps coming back and forth as old himself and young self. Yeah. And then he finally gets it right and he's like, I I don't know who peed in my pants. Old me or young me? Yeah. <laughs> or, or me, me. <laughs> yeah. And so Tony shows up because he's like, he figured it out how to do it. Well, let's talk about that, because what happens is now... He gets obsessed with it. Tony is living in a cabin out in the woods with, with Pepper Potts, pe- and, and they have a baby now. Yes, so he Which they named want. Morgan, and if you remember in the Avengers Infinity Stone... What was it called again? Which one? The Last Avengers. Infinity War? Infinity War. He was. They were walking in the park after a jog, and he said, Hey, I had a dream last night that you had a baby. Oh, yeah. And we named him Morgan. Well, they... Had a girl instead, and they, but they still named the girl Morgan, though. Interesting. Yeah. So that was a little callback to the to the. That's cool. Movie. I didn't catch that. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so they have a kid, and they co visit, and he's like, "Listen, you guys can stay for dinner, but we're not talking Avengers stuff. Like, I'm out. I'm I love my life now. You know. Yeah. Which I I get it, but at the same time, he's always yeah. obsessive, so he starts yeah. obsessing over the so time he travel, working on it, and just for fun, he throws it out to his AI. To uh, uh, see if they could do it, and they stitched it together, and he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. So he puts his baby to sleep, puts Morgan to sleep, gives her a popsicle, lays down with Pepper. They're kind of talking a little bit, and says, "So I figured it out. <laughs> should have <left> time travel. <laughs> so should I destroy it? Should, what should I do with it?" But she says, "You won't rest. Yeah, you won't rest. You won't rest. So that's key. That's key to the end. That, that phrase right there." Right, so she says you won't rest. Anyway, he shows up when they're trying to put Ant Man, and he's they're putting him back through time, and he keeps changing from a baby to an old man and things like that. He shows up, and says, "I know how to do it. I figured it <laughs> out." 
So they go and figure out time travel. So they know they have to grab all the stones before Thanos does. Yes. And what's crazy is when they go, they all split off into teams. And when Nebula shows up to the same, I guess, galaxy that the Nebula from that timeline is, right. their minds cross and they start feeding each other's vision data or, because yeah, they're, yeah, data. they're, they're on the yes. same uh, network, I guess. Right. So they're sharing data because they're the same person. And so Thanos gets hip to what's going on. Yeah, so he watches he watches a vision of the current nebula. Yeah, and this is 2014 Thanos. So this was before this is when Gamora and Nebula were still considered his daughters. Yes, good and point. they were both still like doing his bidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were both killers and all that shit. So when she goes back and that nebula is like still trying to please her father and do everything so she Finds that nebula, they swap places, and so now you got bad nebula in place of good nebula. Yeah, and she realizes, oh man, he knows what's up because he's seen the vision of them chopping off his head, of Thor chopping off his head, and he's like, oh, prophecy fulfilled. fulfilled. You know, so he he was he was okay with him dying. He's like, all right, cool, because he did what he wanted. Yeah, to do, he but, did it. But now he's in the process of still getting all the stones from all them to still make sure it happens and maybe change yes. things. But uh. What was nuts is that Tony Stark fails because they go back to where the Battle of New York was. Right. So where, you know, the... They beat up They Loki. beat up Loki and Loki's handcuffed and everything. It's and cool that they showed the They different... showed the behind-the-scenes look. So, yeah. like, all of the Avengers, after everything's happened and they're kind of, like, talking amongst themselves. Yeah, they put them like handcuffs. Behind, behind the... Like behind the stages of like a movie set, right? Or something. This shit was like good. Because they put him handcuffs. Like he goes, to go down the elevator. Oh, but well, now you Hulk, you gotta take the stairs. And yeah, and Hulk's <laughs> all pissed off about the stairs. So that's how come he gets to the bottom stairs and throws the door open and hits Tony Stark, and which ruins his whole plan. Yeah, because he was he was. Stealing but then the Loki, Loki gets the Tesseract, right? Yeah, because he can't still end up dying the way he dies because of he's got that spinoff show about to happen. So it right. shows how he moves on and survives. So he'll never end up dying. And so he might just go... I'm excited to see where this new Loki yeah. TV show goes So b- be- before they... So they're all in New York for the Battle of New York when the aliens came. In the Age of Old... Age, no, no, that no, was that was the that first was, Avengers movie. That was the first Avengers, yeah. Yep. Well, while they go... Captain America and Iron Man go do the Tesseract, Bruce Banner, the Hulk, goes to where the... Oh, before Dr. we move Strange. on, before we change places real quick, while we're still okay. there in that building, how badass was that when Captain America, he knew already, because at the time he didn't know about Hydra. Oh, yeah. And so he gets, he, he knows all those guys are Hydra. Now, you know, the, the, in the elevator scene. In the elevator scene. At that time, he didn't know. So he gets in the elevator with all those guys and they start getting nervous. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, fuck, he's on the list. And in that Avengers movie, he fights them in the elevator. Yeah, there's a big fight scene in the elevator. Yeah. Well, in this one, he just goes, Hail Hydra. And yeah. they're all like, oh, damn. Okay, Cap's him, all in. He caps in on this. Hell yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, cool. Here you go, Cap. Here's the staff. Because he just said it with like being all nonchalant. And they're like, cool. Yeah. He's on our side. All yeah, right. All right. Yeah. So they just give it to him. <laughs> Yeah, and then so yeah, Bruce Banner goes to the Lord, uh, Sorcerer Supreme. That's right, I can remember the name. Yeah, and she just straight knocks she, him out of his body, and she knows like he's from the future. She's yeah, like, oh, you're like 
obviously, yeah, very powerful. Yeah, because he's looking for Doctor Strange, and she's like, you're five years too soon. Yeah, because she knows of his future, Doctor Strange's future. Yeah, and so what do you want with him? He points at her her time stone. He's like, I need that. And then, boom, knocks him out of his body. (laughs) You ain't touching this, son. Yeah, because he's being (laughs) kind of threatening. I got to take it then. Uh Really? (laughs) Yeah. So then she explains to him uh, why, how the time continuum works and everything. Yeah, so what happens is... You going back in time doesn't affect the future. So that's most people think that, right? Like if you if you do something in the past, it will now affect the future. And what she's saying is no, it branches another part of the future. So everything that's happened remains. Just now you have another branch of the future. See, in that part, I couldn't wrap my head around. I was having a hard time wrapping my head around. Kind of like how Ant-Man is just sitting there like, so you're telling me Back to the Future is full of shit. That's how right. I felt. I'm like, it's got to be full of shit because if you do do something in the past, your future self is affected by it, right? You would think so, but I like how they did that because then it doesn't affect the future. Like Things still happen. The Captain America still did Captain America stuff. He still got unfrozen and still did stuff in the... 2000 yeah so it it is a really cool concept that i'm still trying to embrace but the way we've been taught how time travel works through all these stupid movies just won't let won't allow my mind to let it happen i just gotta untie it yeah as if it's never happened right that logic is just thrown out the door So I got to do that to, in order to finally wrap my head around this shit. But it makes sense, though, because it's like, yeah, okay, we got to make sure things still happened. Yeah, so what was cool is that the Sorcerer Supreme five years ago still knew that that uh, there was going to be Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. That was, that so that was, was pretty cool. cool. And then, uh, so she ends up just giving him the time stone because uh-huh. he's saying how Doctor Strange just willingly gave it to Thanos. Right. So, so she's now- like, so maybe it's because... He had to do that because I didn't do this. Right. So she's like, boom, gives it to, gives it to him. Gives him. Um, the, the Nebula also got the the purple stone. I remember that one was called. So Hulk now has the green stone. Captain America. Captain has America the, has the staff. And but then Tony Stark for, he lost the lost tesseract. The tesseract. So he had to go back in time again. That was a cool story. We'll go back to that. Yeah. But uh, but then Natasha and Clint. Yes. Go get. The soul stone. Right. The Not knowing one. how you have to retrieve it. And then, boom, here comes the red skull telling them how, they, how they're supposed to get it. And then they're both trying to kill themselves, sacrifice, sacrifice themselves. themselves. And Natasha ends up being the one to do both, it. Because you have to sacrifice something you love. They love each other as friends. They, they're like family. He, he saved her life. He was supposed to assassinate her at one point. But he spared her, and then she ended up working for Shield with him. And they both kind of are equally partners. Yeah, like they are both on the so same. So they have level a love for kicking. each other on a friendship level because he's married with kids. So they right. have a love on a friendship level. So they both are like, "I'll sacrifice myself." So fu- and it was funny how they were doing it. Right, they were both like outwitting each other to trying to kill jump themselves, off the, jump off. Yeah, and she's like, "No, you have a wife and kids that are gonna come back," you know. And yeah, and uh, she shoots him with uh, something that he's stuck to, and he's dangling, and so. He's trying to hold on to her, and she finally gets off. Says, let me go. So she dies, and they get the soul stone. He gets the soul stone. Comes back. Everyone meets back together. Tony says how he failed. And then they're like, where's Natasha? And everyone's kind of realizes yeah. what happened, starts crying. And they, and they don't realize the bad Nebula has come back. Right. Now you got bad Nebula there. Bad Nebula goes and calls Thanos to come. So he's on his way now. Yeah. And... 
but then Captain America and Tony have to go back to go get yeah, the, the test racks. They go back further where they know where it is. Right. And then when Tony sees his dad, yeah. he's just like, uh, 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 what's your name? Uh, uh, Howard? <laughs> oh, that'll be an easy name to remember because that's my name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's trying to come up with a name. <laughs> and then Howard, what? Uh, 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 Potts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was oh, that was too good. <laughs> And then, uh, Gives him a big hug at the end. Yeah. He's, he's, that's weird. He's like, thanks for everything. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. You've done for the country. Thanks for everything you've done for the country. Right. But, I mean, that was pretty sentimental. That was pretty cool. Because he didn't it, have a good relationship with but his dad. But guess what, though? That kind of closed his story. If you didn't... Because, I mean, he didn't have that close relationship with his dad, right? Right. So now, boom, he just got to see oh, his dad and kind of say that thank you that he never got to say yeah. before because his dad died when he was young, when he was still a reckless teenager. Yeah. So now as an By adult. The winter soldier. Right? Yeah. So now as an adult, uh, reliving the things he's done and, and knowing what his mind or where his mind was at the time and that he should have been trying to be closer to his dad and stuff. Because at this time, I think wasn't. His mom was pregnant with was him. Was pregnant with him. Yeah, yeah, okay. And yeah. so, yeah, they were having this whole conversation yeah. about kids and stuff. And, right. man, that was that was really cool. But it was it, cool. But it did close the story. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think it about did. that. That's, that's I didn't right. think about it at the time watching it. But, yep, that, yeah, that closed his book. So they get the Tesseract now. Oh, not only that, uh-huh. but then Captain America sees Agent Carter. Same location. Oh, yeah. That's when he sees her through the window and he's coming, all that stuff's coming back to him. Sentimental. And, and he's just like, you know what he wants to do, but he has a mission to do. Yeah. But that was that that whole scene, that section, man. That You're right. Was, I didn't think about that either. There was Good. a lot going on in that timeline yeah. that they went to. That I was they went just, to the 50s. They went to that Camp Lehigh where where uh, Captain America actually turned into Captain America, I believe. Uh-huh. Or or no, no, it wasn't in there. But that's the camp where he went through boot camp. Okay. Yeah. So it was very cool. And they so they get it. They go back, meet up with everybody, and. So they have all the stones, and Iron Man makes an Iron Man gauntlet now. Right. He makes the Iron Gauntlet. Because was he going to snap his fingers? Was Iron Man going to do it? He was going to. Yeah. Well, no, no. He wasn't going to. They Thor. were asking. Oh, Thor yeah. wanted to do Thor it. Thor wanted to do it. He's like, I'm the strongest Avenger. I'll do it. Yeah, he wanted to do it. And then that's when Hulk was like, no, this was actually... Like, almost I was made for this because it's going to emit gamma radiation, yeah. which would kill anybody else. Yeah. Thor or Thanos almost died. Yeah. I mean, and look at him. So Hulk was like, I was, I, I mean, I'm pretty much was made by gamma. Gamma's not going to hurt me. Yeah. So I need to be the one that does this. Yes. So boom, he snaps his fingers. Everybody, you know, brings everybody back. And he yeah, says all of a sudden he, there's more birds that fly around them. So that that's like the first sign life has come back. And they don't know that Thanos is actually... Ripped a hole, you know, came into our solar system. Now is right above the Avengers uh, hideout. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, headquarters. Headquarters. And they're all just like, they're all just kind of like realizing um, that they just brought everyone back. They're just like, oh my God, like, okay, we did it. We did it. Blah, blah, blah. Boom. They just get bombed on. Boom, boom, boom. They just rain bombs on their ass. Yeah. And then Thanos is there. He's with all of like the Jakari and those flying worm things, and and the Black Order, and, and Captain America standing there about to go to war by himself. No, Captain Thor. America. It was Captain America. No. He's his 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 uh. It looked like he was about to just. Well, what happened was they 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 were kind of coming out of the rubble. Yes, they were coming out of the rubble and. 
Captain America and Iron Man were walking. Thor was already standing there, just staring at Thanos. Thanos was just sitting down. Yeah, he was. He, oh yeah, they were right. They were. Yeah. They were kind of on that little lookout. They were on like a yeah. lookout, staring at him. Yeah, that's right. And then they all three start approaching him. He's just like, well, so what he kind of what he's saying is, so apparently my job, I finally do it. I snap my fingers, I wipe out half the life, but you guys don't let it go. You guys haven't progressed. The point is that everyone progresses through life because now there's less people, less consumption, and you guys can progress. But he's saying you can't let it go. You guys can't let it go. So you guys haven't progressed so at all. So I got to kill everybody. Yeah, he's like, the only way I can that, save the that planet life or something, can move yeah. on is to wipe out memory. Right, by and, killing everybody. Who's holding all the memory? All you living sons of bees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's when the three of them start beating his ass. Uh-huh. And that's when Captain America picks up the, the hammer. And oh, Thor, I guess we thought about forgot about that rocket and Thor. Oh yeah, duh. Rocket and Thor go and back get to the get ether. The, that what it was? Yes, the ether from Natalie Jane Portman Foster. Yeah. Oh my god, how do we pass sorry, that? Sorry, sorry. Beca- because Thor's talking to his mom, and his mom. It's funny because he's trying to pretend that he's the Thor from that time. Yeah, <laughs> she, he's all fat. Yeah, he's all fat. <laughs> Like, um, and she I knows she knows that he's from the future, and she's like, I'm she's like "We time travel, we know." Yeah. So then, uh, you know, it's just cried. funny the way he was trying to like, j- like lie, and she's yeah. like reading it through him. And then, uh, oh man, but that whole that whole thing was good, and it was funny yeah. seeing Jane Foster again because you haven't seen her in a movie for a right, while. Yeah, and I mean, it was short, but it was nice, and and. Yeah, Thor is just hilarious. This, I yeah, hilarious. I mean, every movie he's in, he's, he's so self conscious though. He was like, so, he was because so look how big he's gotten. I yeah. mean, that's how I feel now too. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to see his ex. He kept talking about his ex. We used to be a thing. <laughs> they never even said why they stopped being a thing. He just like stopped coming around. No, I think they've mentioned it in passing. She just didn't like that he he would be gone to Asgard for a long time and she never knew when he'd come back. And oh, she's like, something I gotta, like that. I got to move on with my life, something like that. Okay. But really, Natalie Portman didn't want to play the role anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so yeah. So, while he's there, he gets... He, he's, he's saying bye to his mom. He finally gets the courage again after talking to his mom. He extends his hand out and Mjolnir comes back to him and he brings it, him back to the It was funny because when he's standing there and Rock's like, what are you doing? Yeah, Rock's like, his mom's like, Sometimes it takes a minute. Takes a minute. <laughs> then boom, he gets it. He's all, yeah! <laughs> so he comes back. Now he's got yeah. the hammer and Stormbreaker. Yes. That's a badass combo because they're both the yeah. same weapon, essentially. And then when they're having that fight showdown with Thanos. He drops it because I think he threw it or Thanos knocked it out of his hand. He did something where Thanos got him good with a punch and knocked him uh-huh. out. And then Captain America was the last one standing, grabs the hammer and hits him with it. Or no, you see the hammer start moving. You think Thor's calling his hammer uh-huh. and he's going to get up and kick some ass. So when the hammer flies, boom, Captain America's holding it. And Thor's like, I knew it! <laughs> and he starts swinging it on Thanos. Oh, man, like he knew like it was a natural thing for him. Like He knew how to kick ass with it. Yeah. But it was, was, pretty, it it was, a, yeah. It was a really cool thing scene, to yeah. witness. Uh, that was badass. So the whole that whole fight scene then looks like he pretty much beat the shit out of all of them. Thanos did. And right. Captain America gets up, his shield's all broken, because Thanos was, like, beating him and beating him. Yeah. And then uh, his, his uh, yeah, his shield's, like, I, pretty I much... I when Thor called, and he got both Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. Yeah. And he, go, he passes Mjolnir over to the captain and says, like, you, you get the, the little, little one. one. <laughs> because Cap standing there about... And then that's when Thanos unleashes his whole army coming uh-huh. out. And 
um, it was a Jon Snow moment for uh, right for Cap because it was like the Battle of the Bastards when when it's just Jon Snow about to take on um, Ramsay Bolton's whole army uh-huh. and then everyone from behind just ends up storming by. And- well, when he hears, he goes, "Hey, Cap." And he used Falcon's voice. No, he goes, hey, on your left. Cap, on your left. Yeah, and then he goes, on your left. And that was a callback to the, to the first, first appearance, yes, of Falcon. Yeah, so they would be jogging and Cap, Cap goes, lap on him. your left. <laughs> Every time, keep lapping them. On your left, on your left. Yeah. So I didn't, I, I, I recognized that. I recognized it. And then it took a minute for that to register. Yeah. But obviously, you see these big portals open from Dr. Strange and, and Do- those... Yeah. I don't know what you call them, monks. I don't know because everybody them. came back now. Everybody's everyone's alive. Snapped back, and to them, it was just a matter of turning into dust and then waking up again. Yeah, but five years had gone by. So, um, Doctor Strange is opening all these portals everywhere. So you have all of Wakanda coming in. Yeah, Wakanda's there. You got Black uh, Panther. The, the Guardians of the Galaxy all coming in. Guardians come back. So everybody's coming back, ready for war. And they're taking these guys on. And it's, that was a badass battle. And, and Spider-Man made a good point because Spider-Man comes back and just says, Hey, remember when I was getting dusted? Well, I must have just fainted because I woke up and you were gone. And kept Doctor Strange says, Hey, we got to go through this portal. And yeah, so it's cool that they kind of explained a little bit. Yeah, so they and just think... I like how Spider-Man talks, out. how he's also like ADD style, like hurrying yeah, to spin it out all fast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, should I go? Okay, bye. And then takes off. We're fighting? Okay, here we go. And then uh, that cool suit that he has, the, the Iron Spider suit. Yeah. So the legs all come out and just starts multi-killing. He says kill mode. Kill mode and, and then just starts stabbing, stabbing everything. Stabbing, stabbing. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. They get the... Uh, the gauntlet. They're all trying to pass it off the gauntlet to each other, trying to um, get it back you know, in their control. Well, because Thanos got all the stones again. Yeah. Thanos got the, the Iron Man's gauntlet. Yeah. And so he's about to do that again. And so... Yeah, there was a scramble to get that shit out of him. He his almost ass. snapped his finger again. And they got a hold of him and said, "No, no, no!" They were he was getting attacked, and um, they got it off of him. Spider Man's has it. He's trying to get away. Valkyrie's helping him. All these people. You see, what's his name? Chris Pratt. That's a uh, Star Lord. Star Lord. He sees Gamora. And he's like, "Oh, Gamora," but she has no idea who he right, is. Right? Because she's from Gamora. she's from the past where she hasn't met. The well, I mean, yeah. the, the, the good Nebula explained to her what has happened in those five years. Yeah. Up until that point, or actually more than that. So she would have been like almost 10 years in the past. Because that was 2014, and this is more like 2002, 2003. So she, it, it's more like eight to 10 years, you know, that had gone by. So she's so lost on who these people are. Right. Um. And you know, and all that time had gone by. So, anyways, even though Nebula had told them, told her who they are, she's still they're still strangers. Yeah, still strangers to her. Yeah. So she's like, "See, Star Lord, this is the one." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so after the war and everything's over, she bounces. Yeah, she takes off. Um, but so yeah, so what what happens here is Iron he, Man gets it back. Iron Man gets the gauntlet. Oh, back. so what happened? So he has it. Oh, so, I can't remember now. Does Thanos get it again? Because they took it off. Did he get it again? I think he got it again. So they had like a, a moment of, of a woman power, which was pretty oh, cool. Oh, when all the girls were standing there. I thought that was kind of cool because who was going after him? Was Oh, shoot. Who was going after him? And they go, you're going to do it alone? And then all the women said, no, I'm there. I'm there. Pepper Potts shows up in an Iron Man type costume. Yeah, and she has the other floating devices that um, shoot out lasers. Right. <laughs> And so that was cool, Valkyrie and, and Michonne. And 
But this was also uh, Pepper Potts' last time she's going to be in it, too. This was her oh, last. She said this was the last time she's going to play her character. Oh, okay. That's pretty interesting. So they go. Anyway, they get it. Tony, at one point, says to Doctor Strange, you told me you saw 14 million versions of how this plays out. Please tell me this is the one. And he gives him that. Well, Doctor Strange says, I can't tell you. I can't oh, tell no, no. you. Oh, no, no. He wanted to know what happens. What happens? And he goes, I can't tell you because if I tell you, it won't happen. Right. So there's a point where Iron Man and Thanos are going to about to go at it again. He looks over at Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange gives him the number one. Gives him the one finger. Meaning... This is your this one is, chance. This is the this is that this is the one version because he knows what Iron Man's thinking. What Iron Man does is he grabs a hold of the gauntlet, steals all the stones. Still knows, he doesn't know that Thanos doesn't know. Thanos goes to snap, nothing happens because he doesn't have the stones. He anymore. looks at the gauntlet, all the stones are gone. Iron Man's putting them all into his hand. Goes, Iron Man. He goes. He goes. Uh, well, I can't remember what was said to him, but he goes, "I am Iron Man," just like the first yeah. movie. Snaps his finger. Boom! All of Thanos and his whole crew disintegrates, yep. and Tony's left with the whole burned side of his body. Right, and you just know it's not good. It's yeah. not looking good. He, he's he's fricasseed on that. Right oh side man, of his body. was that was that a tearjerker? Yeah. So everyone's kind of coming over. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man's freaking out. He's yeah. like, Tony, Tony, Tony. Right, and then. Gwen's Rody. like, out of my way, kid. This is my husband. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Rhodey came up to him, too. Yeah. Because uh, they were really close. Maybe Cap. I can't remember. But yeah, when Pepper comes up to him and says, now you can rest. Oh, yeah. Now you can rest. Because he's, you know, it goes back to what he was saying when he found out about the time travel. Yep. yep. Damn. He's like, should I ignore it? She's like, you won't be able to rest. Yeah. But he's always worried about everything. He's always worried about saving the world. He's always worried about the Avengers and the citizens. And now she's like, now you can rest. Yeah, that was uh that was a tearjerker. And yeah. then it goes from that to the funeral. The funeral. And then another callback they use that um Well, no, no. I don't think the funeral was yet. Did they do the part where Captain America hands it off to Falcon? Cuz Captain America Well, Captain Captain America went back to put all yeah. the stones back. So the Supreme Sorceress said, you need to return all the stones back. Or yeah. Dire consequences will happen. Yeah, without them being in place, things will branch off in all sorts of different directions and yeah, chaos. Yeah, it'll be good. So Captain America goes back, puts all the stones back, but instead of coming back, he goes back to where they took the stone at, at the camp where he saw Agent right. Carter. So, yeah, because they said, again, Hulk is doing this, and Hulk says, yeah, he'll, he'll be gone in like five seconds. Like five seconds, he'll leave, he'll be gone for... You know, for him, it'll seem like weeks or months, and for us, it'll be like five seconds. But Captain doesn't come back. No, nope. so go ahead. They're, so he, uh, they're like, he should be back. What happened? He goes, he took a, a wrong turn. Yeah, he took a detour. And all of a sudden, they look up. Bucky. Bucky's like, hits him like, hey, what's that? Goes over there. There's old Captain America. Old man. He decided to live his life and have that dance with Agent Carter. Yeah, he's he got told a wedding her, ring on now. He, yeah, he told her uh, in that movie, right before he... Uh, Crashed. Crash landed and froze for 70 years. Because he even says it in this movie. He's like, I found the love of my life and I went to sleep for 70 years. So when he goes back, yep, he, he tells her on the phone right before they crash land, we're going to have to take a rain check on yeah. that dance. So when it shows him staying with her, they're having that dance. Yeah, they're in the living room dancing. And so that kind of closes his chapter. Yeah. So now he can die. An old man. An, an old, old man, man. yeah. And Falcon asks him, he sees the wedding ring, he goes, you want to tell me about the 
special t- lady. Want to talk to me about her? He's all, no, nope. no, not really. No. <laughs> and then he's all, oh, I've almost forgotten. He has this beat up old leather bag, and that boom, that's his shield. And he gives it to Falcon to carry on, you know, his Captain America legacy. Which I was surprised they gave it to Falcon and not Bucky because I know they both carry the shield at one time. They're both Captain America at different times. Yes, I would have thought they would have gave it to Bucky first because he's still a that's super what, soldier. He still has the too. the juice in him. But I guess he's still conflicted. Right? He's still going through like therapy with in Wakanda or something. I don't know. I don't know. He's no, still a little brainwashed, maybe. But I I wonder if they're going to give Falcon the juice. They're going to juice Falcon up because he's oh, still just a regular dude with wings. I don't think they need to. I don't yeah, they, need they to. do. He can't be punching everybody. <laughs> can't do hand-on-hand combat because he all he's doing is flying and dropping bombs. Well, he's still a soldier. He was still trained. He was still yeah, like... I know. But when it comes to hand-on-hand combat with some of these super aliens, you know, yeah. look at Captain America. He's doing hand-on-hand combat with them. I don't. I just don't see them purposely injecting somebody. They should. <laughs> I just don't see it happening. I think they should. But here's you see a... that happening though. I, I don't see it happening, yeah. but I think they should do it. Just just to appease okay. me. Just to make me happy. <laughs> but one thing that kind of I've been fighting with is the fact that they can't bring Natasha back. Black Widow. Or can they? That's what I'm saying. They're going to have to because she has her own movie coming out. And there's all these speculations. Okay, is this going to be a prequel? But why the hell are you going to want to know a prequel if she's dead anyways? So yeah. I think they're going to bring her back. Because I'm like, hey, obviously... He's putting the stone back, Captain America is, so Natasha doesn't actually end up jumping off yet. So he can tell her, hey, why don't you just turn her on around, get back to where you came from, you don't have to die. No one has to Could die, be. it's already also, done. Professor Hulk is in love with her, so he he's really playing around with this time machine thing. He might do something to go back to. So I'm thinking they are going to bring her back, but it just sucks that they're saying how they've tried everything, they can't figure it out. I figured it out before I even got home. <laughs> and they've been sitting here trying to figure it out for weeks, apparently. Well, they can't just like give all the ads. They gotta, you know, they have right? storylines. But they it's know pissing me off because I know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that part bugged me because and the reason why is because here's Gamora running around from a different time, and now Star Lord's probably gonna go chase after her and, and make her fall in love with him again. But yet she died the same way by Thanos right. throwing her off. But here, here she is. So I think the same thing should be able to happen with Natasha. I don't think you should get too upset about it. I'm super upset about it because, because I find got, shit in movies. They'll probably, that's probably what the movie, her I, movie will be about. I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to start <laughs> off. But it, just the fact that they said it's impossible and they can't figure it out, and I've already figured it out before I even made it home from the theater, kind of bothered me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It kind of bugged me. Oh, and then at the funeral, which also was a tear-jerky, yeah, because Jer- jerker, not jerky. <laughs> they got the arc reactor that Pepper made from that said prove that Tony. Well, they were also showing the little video of him making, you know, talking about how. Oh, if he did I like die, a blah, blah, blah. Final message. But he's like, but let's let's not get around. I'm not gonna die. But he right. just makes it for his daughter and, and just kind of case. like a last living will. Yeah, and they're watching it at the funeral, and they go outside, and there's everybody, you know, everyone that's been part of his life in the hero field. So yeah, and they were in groups. Like the Guardians were in one group. You know, Drax and Star Lord and Rocket were in one group. And yeah, then, everyone's grouped up together and how they were. And then the Avengers with Scarlet Witch and Cap and or, yeah, or the other the other Avengers and yeah, it was just kind of in groups, which was kind of interesting. Spider Man with Aunt May. Yeah. So at the end of showing everybody, they kind of showed one last guy, 
and yeah, you're just like, like, who kid, the hell yeah, is this guy? That was me. I'm like, who the hell Yeah, is because I'm like, hey, I know everybody here except this one guy. Uh, and he's obviously important enough to be here. But who the hell is he? Yeah. And then you got me hip to who he is. He's the boy from Iron Man 3 whose garage he crash landed into. Yeah, he crash landed and then he helped him build a suit. Yeah. Or repair his suit. He helped him, yeah. And then when he left his garage, when at the end of the movie, he left that kid with all this high-tech equipment. You're right. Because that kid was way into engineering and uh-huh. building. Left him all this stuff. Which makes me wonder if in all these years he kept in contact with this kid took him under his wing and has been teaching him all this stuff about his company because, I mean, this kid looks pretty dapper now. I yeah. mean, he's in a nice suit. He's, you know, obviously important enough to be there. So it makes me wonder if Iron Man took him under his wing, uh-huh. groomed him, and, you know, I already know they're going to come out. They've already talked about a young Avengers where they're going to have Hawkeye's daughter, Ant-Man's daughter, okay. possibly... Iron Man's daughter. Yeah, Iron Man's daughter, but possibly this kid okay. might be something in the future because if he's been close to Tony this whole time, he's probably knows all of the equipment in and outs. You know, he pr- he probably knows a lot about everything, so he might be the next Iron Man. That'd be interesting. That I don't know, just a theory, but I could be could be right. Yeah. So, so anyways, great movie. Five stars it? out yes. of three. <laughs> Is there a point where if people want to go to the bathroom, they could? Um, eh. I would say if there was one, there would be it would be that Tokyo scene. Um, okay, the Tokyo scene where, where Natasha goes to go get yeah, but it's also Roman. all within the first parts of the movie. I know. So, so the best time to go pee is probably there is no good time to go no, pee during this. There's guys. so much going on because even that's why I didn't drink anything. I was like, yeah, I'm not drinking. I knew anything. what I was in store for. So, so it was it was a damn good such movie. Such a good movie. Um, I don't. I'm curious what Phase Four will bring. Apparently, the Fantastic left, Four. X-Men yeah, are supposed to come in now. Possibly. Because with the Dark Phoenix, I heard I heard that she's going to just kill everybody off because they're going to have to refranchise it now that it's part of the MCU. Oh, so okay. This that was, does make sense. This okay. was their chance to do the Dark Phoenix and just kind of wipe the slate clean. Of the X, of X-Men the never happened. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. So now they're going to bring in Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, and all the X-Men and the only one surviving that whole franchise from so uh, from Fox is going to be Deadpool. Oh, okay. So huh. that's kind of cool. But anyways, another big event that happened was the Game of Thrones Battle of Winterfell. So this is episode 3 of 6 in the final season, season 8. And it was a huge scene, so that's why we figured we we should maybe talk about this. Yeah, so the this first, is a long episode, guys. There's this a lot is a, of finally about. finally we get one of those long episodes. This is an hour and a half versus the first two, which were an hour. This we get an hour and a half. We end episode two with the White Walkers walking up towards Winterfell in sight, and right. they say, "Hey, they're here. Get ready." Yeah. That's how episode two ends. Episode three starts off. Here we go. <laughs> White Walkers are here. Get in position. Time for attack. Right. And, and it starts off pretty on the get-go. Well, White Witch, or Red Witch comes back. Melisandre. Melisandre. She comes back and lights all the Dothraki's weapons on fire. Yeah. And 
glimpse of hope for a sec. Yeah, because the, the Lord of Light fire will kill the White Walkers. Yep. Other than Dragon Glass, Valerian Steel, and fire in general. So they go hauling ass towards the White Walkers. And it black. Pitch black. Yeah, the whole episode was, was so dark. It was hard yeah. to see shit. And I saw that the directors purposely did it. They wanted it. So and the- I know I thought my TV was having a bad stream. Me too. Me too. I was too. like, damn, this stream is bad. Yeah. I'm, I was found like out, thinking, it's probably just a lot of people trying to watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, I found out it was on purpose. Yeah. So you see all the Dothraki's Go ahead. lights just dim out. So One, you see Daenerys and Jon on top of a mountainside. And there were the two dragons. And they're looking down. They can see this orange light right from their flaming weapons heading towards some darkness. And all of a sudden it starts diminishing, right? The... The fires are diminishing. Everyone's watching and it. And the screams are getting quieter. Yeah. The Dothraki screams are getting quieter. And then here comes a horse coming back by itself. Jorah and, and then, a couple other straggling yep, Dothraki. They come back and they're kind of bloody. Yeah. Um, and they're scared looking. Yeah. And then Daenerys is like, she's she diverts from their plan. Because she's yeah. like, these are, you know, John's like, stop, you know, because. Yeah. He, but John's not. You know, doesn't have the feelings for these people that she does. Those are her people. So she feels a type of way about it. So she's like, oh, F this. I need to go save him. So she goes and jumps on her dragon, which causes John to jump on his dragon, which diverts them completely from their plan because now they're above this cloud. The, the Night King had clouded over everything, yeah. brought in all this darkness. So now they can't see shit. And the, and the storm, a storm, a, a snowstorm. Right. It brings a snowstorm, which dragons doesn't sound like they do too well. And they can't see. <laughs> Yeah, you can't see all through yeah. all this fog and snow. Um, and then the White Walkers start coming in. They start and, rushing. Unsullied are now the front line. And they were supposed to signal for, for them to fly in with the dragons and light this moat on fire. Uh-huh. And they're not coming because right. they're above the clouds and they can't see anything. They're in a the snowstorm. They yeah, can't see. so they can't see. I, it seems like they even don't even know where the castle is. And they're, like, lost. They don't, they're know, a little they don't lost. know how to exit out of here. Yeah, they're... Yeah, it looks like they're lost. They don't know where they are for a minute. And then here comes the the, the Night King's dragon. But uh, Melisandre was able to get the, the moat put on fire. But yeah, so these, white the walkers, these white walkers just start, after a minute, they just start piling on top of the fire yeah, and well, creating bridges. Well, what happens is they're standing in front of this fire. And then the Night King, he's riding his dragon. You see because um, Bran wargs into the crow. Mm-hmm. Flies are seeing, He's the, seeing night the night king. king. He does something. Sometimes he never talks. Actually, no, never he just does a says a word. He does a motion, and that signals a couple of them to start piling up on top of the fire to make a bridge, basically, yep. of these dead walkers. I don't know what they call them on these. And and uh, man, so they just start they storming start the castle. They start storming the castle. Yeah, and they're just building ladders out of themselves to climb uh-huh. up, and they're getting up there. They're finally break breaching the the castle. But oh man. great scene with Arya in there. Um, you mean losing your V card? <laughs> that was episode one. <laughs> that was that was like two hours before the battle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She just was the episode two. Yeah, oh yeah, episode two. Her and Gentry finally. Her and Gandry. Her and Gandry. She just gives it up, which was a really awkward scene to watch because. I'm thinking she's like 14, 15. Yeah. I'm like, hell no. Is she about to take her clothes off right now? And she does. I'm like, I can't. The hell, HBO. Luckily, they didn't show anything. Well, no, she's 22. 
Yeah, she's she's twenty two now. Yeah, I'm thinking she's like fourteen. <laughs> the <No>. hell. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, completely legal. <laughs> yeah, completely legal. But so, uh, she is, um, she's in the castle, and she's in trouble. And the hound is kind of scared right now. It's the fire, right? All this fire. Yeah, he but, doesn't do well with fire. And he's like, "F this." Barrick is like, "Come on, hound, we need you. Get over here, Clegane." He's like, "Clegane, we need you. Get over here." Finally, he goes, maybe she needs you. And Arya's like running for her life, being chased. And he, he jumps into action because she has saved his life. Yeah, he has he feelings for her. Like a, you know, like a, not a father figure, but like Uncle a figure, maybe. guardian figure. Yeah, yeah. So he has a, a protection feeling for her. Like, yes. you know, make sure she's safe. So he goes after her and she does this great scene. She's, she's creeping around in the library. Oh, that was intense. Yeah, because all these. All these white walkers whites, in there. Whites, what do they call them? Whites. 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 All these, yeah, all these whites, and she's trying to sneak around. She's kind of getting overfilled with them. She's like, oh, man. Well, yeah, because at first you think there's just the one in there. Yeah. And then there's one on every single aisle of this library. Uh-huh. And she's just trying to find her way. And then finally she gets out of there and comes face to face with that one and just uppercuts her with that dragon glass in her yeah. mouth before she can make a scream. Oh, that was a crazy scene. Yeah. Oh, she got her bow staff that Gentry made for her. Something. It was like a bow staff that could separate, and she could use that as a staff or use it as a blade. And, yeah, and so and she's kicking ass with it. That was really awesome. That was so badass. And then, uh, but yeah, she gets into trouble, and then that's because uh, as she's kind of like killing them and running away, uh-huh. she gets hit a couple times pretty good. One of those hits kind of hit her against the wall. Luckily, oh, yeah. didn't knock her out, but I mean, she wasn't the same after that. She, they did a really good job at showing, you know, what happens to somebody when they get hit. Like they're not the same anymore. Yeah, they're, they're not one hundred percent. Yeah, so it shows that, and she's like just trying to survive at that point. Now. Right, right. She's but luckily, that's when the Hound and Barrick are right there, and they come in and save her. Yeah, and then they. I think she accidentally stabs Beric. No, she didn't. I thought I thought because she was in that fighting mode when after Beric she accidentally stabbed him because no. then he starts getting stabbed. By a lot of different whites after that. No, he got slashed on the leg, and that kind of slowed him down, limping. And but he, he got able to at catch least up to stuck him. 20 times. Yeah, so he, he basically risked his life. To, and to there's no bringing him back hound, now. Cause... Hound in her escape. Um, another scene is you see a giant run yes, through. Yes, giant breaks through. Oh, boy. Lady Mar- Marmont. She's trying to be brave. Yeah, which she is. She's very brave, very tough. She is brave. So he slaps her out of the way right away. Yeah. And then she's... Probably knocks a couple teeth out of her. Oh, yeah. She looks beat up from that one hit. Uh But she gets up knowing that, okay, this is it. Goes charging at him, this little kid. So he just grabs her and squeezes her and crushes her. Yeah, like a can of soda. And like looks like he's about to bite her head off. And then she just... Oh, dragon glass to the face. Boom, right in the eye. Dragon glass right in the eye. So kills that giant. So great job, Lady Marmont. Yeah. Um, so, there's some other scenes. Oh, you finally see the Night King on his dragon. Oh, and Jon Snow's dragon fights with it. They start getting into a fight. Rips that dragon's throat open. No, a jaw. The rips jaw, jaw rips the jaw off? Yeah. Okay, rips his jaw off. Because you jaw. see the blue flame in its neck. I thought its neck was ripped, too. No, it was a piece of his jaw. Because uh, you see it flying in the window. Oh, shit. It flying in the window. It's hard to see. It was really dark. Yeah, it was really dark. Then finally, the other dragon, Drogon, comes in. And the, the, two, the two dragons attack the one. Beat it up pretty bad. The Night King drops. Yeah, that dragon crashes. Night King rolls off. He's fine, of course, unscathed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jon Snow's through. dragon falls and tumbles, and then Jon Snow's kind of by himself. You don't see him anymore. Um, but then Danny also lands her dragon, and or yeah. well, she tries to sh- shoot fire at the Night King first. Right. This is where it's like maybe he is a Targaryen. 
uh-huh. because the dragon fire doesn't phase him. And he's supposed to be ice. It doesn't even phase him. I've heard that they've already established that he's not. They haven't. They haven't. It's still not established whether what house he comes from. I read something else. So I, I, I want to see what happens Targaryen. in the spinoff series if they take the path yeah. of the children of the forest and the Night King. And that yeah, would be a so, cool story because I guess a lot of ladies are all swooning over the Night King, who he really is. Oh, his okay, character. Okay. All right. I don't know. I've seen the story about it, and I didn't read it. So Daenerys says, Dracarys, Drogon, blast flame on the Night King. He's standing there unscathed. He's laughing at them. Yeah. So she's like, what the heck? <laughs> and then, why did she get off her dragon again? Well, she goes... So, okay. Oh, oh, oh. All the... Uh, after that happens, all John, those John lights. is chasing after him. John is chasing after... The, the Night, Night King, King, he turns around, raises his hands. All of the dead that the Unsullied, the Dothraki, just the the northern folk, all those people that have died are now White. part of the So they all the start resurrecting. Now. They start resurrecting. Ready to fight for him. So he's by himself, and that's when Danny comes down and tries to help him, lands the dragon to kind of do whatever, but the dragon gets overwhelmed. Well, she's sitting there too long. I don't know what she's waiting for. She was distracted. She should have just taken (laughs) off, which she doesn't. Even after all these whites start trying to come on, she just should have taken off. But instead, she's just watching. I'm going, what do I do? What do I do? She falls off the dragon. The dragon's trying to shake him off, so the dragon flies away because he's getting stabbed. All these whites are just stabbing the dragon, so the dragon flies away. Um, You don't know what's going on with John's dragon. And right. now Danny's standing there about to get mauled by all these whites. And then here comes Jorah, saving the day. Jorah comes back. Starts, you know, slicing up these whites, helping her. And so Danny's getting a piece of the action, stabbing some whites. Yeah, once in a while. So there's Jorah. So there, there they are. Um, the dragon is now kind of going through the, the evil dragon, is going through the city, chasing after John. John's trying to get to Bran. Yeah, because Bran, now the Night King is is made its way to that courtyard. With all of his soldiers. Well, first they had a bunch of the whites. And they start attacking. And Theon is there. Theon Greyjoy. He's oh, there yeah. with his some of his guys. And they're, they're shooting arrows. They're fighting the whites. And it gets to a point where he's just by himself. Theon's he's by himself the last now. one there. There's no more arrows. Yeah. And it's just him and Bran. And now the soldiers... The White Walker soldiers, the, all the other the Night OGs. Yeah, I don't know what they're called, but they're the, they they're the OGs up. for sure. They surround them, and then leave a pathway for the Night King to come. He comes through, and this is really cool because this is where Bran kind of tells Theon, "Hey, you've you've you you've redeemed good, yourself. You were uh, you were a good man." Yeah, because he yeah. was like, "Hey, I'm sorry what happened." He's like, "Hey, you had to do it. Whatever you've done has brought you to this. Yeah, point. whatever you did brought uh, you to here, being here now, which is." I guess a better version of yourself. Yeah. But without a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so So Theon feels redemption? Or, yeah, redemption or some kind of uh, yeah. like uh like I did good. Yeah. Like I, I fulfilled my life's prophecy, I guess. So he charges the Night King with the last weapon he has, which is a bow a spear. Did not go well. No, for the Night King was just like, bitch, please. Grabs it, snaps <laughs> it in half, and shoves it up his gut. Yeah, well, work good. I'm a king, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's cool. You see the Night King slowly walking up to Bran. Bran just looking at him. Like, obviously, he's emotionless. He's not a human anymore. He's the three eyed raven. So I've heard. He has no emotion, no fear, no nothing. I've heard at this part that there could have been a possibility where the Night King was like 
possibly going to Bran to like relinquish the sword to Bran or like do something not killing Bran but including Bran. Not today. No. <laughs> not you today. You see one of the soldiers, one of the guys, you see this gust of wind fly by his face. He kind of just kind of glances over cuz like what is that? What was that what was that glance of wind? What was some speed is what that was. As you see Arya. Yep. Airborne. Jump up with this that uh what's it called? Cat claw dagger? Is it the one that Littlefinger gave her? It was one that Littlefinger gave to Bran, which was the one that was used to almost kill him when he was when he first got paralyzed in the bed. Okay. And so what happened was Littlefinger or Jamie or somebody sent someone to go kill him because he didn't want to say, Hey, I saw Jamie and his sister banging up there. Yeah. And they pushed me off. And it was uh so it's his dagger. Somehow Littlefinger has it, gives it. And so to Bran, Bran's like, I don't need this. Gives it to Arya. So it's, and it's made out of Valerian steel. Right. She jumps up, gets caught. Yeah, mid, mid, in the midair. Air. Catches her by her throat in her hand. Yes. And so this, the Night King is holding her throat with one hand, holding her hand with a dagger with the other hand. She plays some trickery moves. Well, the trick she learned along her path. Yes, because she's done this against Brienne during some training. And it was a really famous move that she learned, the drop and catch. Yeah. And stab. Drop, catch, and stab. Oh, my gosh. He was not expecting that. No, I wasn't either. Me neither. I was not expecting that. I forgot all about that move. (laughs) And then as soon as she sticks them, boom, everybody dusts. All the whites dust. And... And I, because I thought they were going to do like maybe one of those main soldiers at a time. Because once you kill one of those main soldiers, it kills whoever they brought back. But foreshadowing on uh, season three when when uh, when Arya meets Melisandre, uh-huh. Melisandre tells her, "You have darkness in you." Tells her, "I see you um, closing sh- many eyes, shutting many shutting eyes. many eyes forever. Blue eyes, green eyes, brown eyes." And the brown eyes being, you know, tons of buttholes that she closed. <laughs> so the whole phrase, the family of the phrase were all brown eyes. Uh-huh. And, you know, Littlefinger, all them. Anyways, then the white, the white walkers the had all blue eyes. Yeah. So just shut the blue eyes. And then the green eyes is the famous person with the, the emerald green eyes is Cersei. So it makes you wonder, is she going to take out Cersei? And is she going to do it in a way that, because the prophecy or the saying that she's killed by her brother or her little brother, which they say Arya could be her little brother because there's a season where the Lannister father took her under his wing when she was pretending to be a boy. Oh, and he was yeah. teaching her a lot right. about his lifestyle of the way he wins things and how he does things. I and, think that's a stretch. Myself. It is a stretch, but I it's like the way he took her under his wing could kind of symbolize a son, you know, a son figure for him, which would make her a little brother, yeah. you know. So kind of symbolizing that together. Or she could be wearing the mask of Jamie or Tyrion if one of them get okay, killed. Okay, that seems a little bit more... Because one of them might be killed. Or the best thing would be Jamie Lannister just killing Cersei. That would be interesting. That'd and how about Jamie Lannister surviving that whole time with one hand? And Lady Brienne being knighted, I thought Lady Brienne was going to die because that closed her chapter. That points. that was the end of her thing. That's what her main goal in life was being a knight, uh-huh. but not being able to because she's a woman. Right. And then 
Jamie Lannister going, a knight can knight another person, and I'm F, F the way things used to be. This is now, and this is, could be our last night, so you're a knight now. Yeah. That was, that was a tearjerker. Yes, it was. That was a good moment, you know, her knighthood. Her getting knighted and Arya getting bedded. <laughs> so you know when, once all the white walkers are now gone since they killed the night king you see who's who did end up dying jorah did end up dying protecting his khaleesi yeah um lady marmont we talked about also the person at the wall the head guy at the wall can't remember his name i can't remember his name Dolores either. or something like that yeah but he was there in the beginning with sam and john when they were all they're all like brothers and when john left he left him in charge so you end up seeing him gone Right. Um, I'm trying to think who else was like the main characters you saw. Maybe that was it. Oh, we forgot a whole moment in the crypt. Oh, yeah, the whole crypt. Yeah, thing. so a lot of people are saying, why hide in the crypt if the White Walker, the Night King, can raise the dead? <laughs> and he did. When he raised all those people against John, he also raised the crypt. Well, you wouldn't think they would have made busted out of those crypts so easily. Yeah. Like, what are those, made bones, out of mud? Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, that's supposed to be stone. They're sitting here just punching out of yeah, stone, crawling was, out. I was like, wait, I what? understand that they did it for the movie. Yes. And for the, the thrill and the suspense. Yes, and to kill did. a few people. Yeah. But seriously, come on, that's supposed to be like stone that they're in and they're just yeah, punching, hard we... punching up bones, punching through stone. One come thing on. I was worried about, I was like, are they going to show like Liana or Ned or somebody? <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, oh my, I was saying, I said it out loud. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to show zombie Ned. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> or their mom or something like that. Luckily they didn't. Yeah. They're just people from their past, ancestors. Um. <laughs> yeah, so you don't really see who was out there crawling around, but man, was that... Uh... Intense moment. Yeah, because they're just stuck down there in the crypt. They, you know, they're locked in but there. But now, now here they are. I, there's not many of them left, huh? Yeah. Now they're now they're gonna fight for the uh, throne. For the throne, but they still have their two dragons because in end they still have the yes. dire wolf. Um, yeah, the, you oh, don't yeah, see, they showed ghosts. They showed ghosts in the beginning. He, he was running with the Dothraki and Jorah, and you don't see him again. I don't remember seeing him come back. You don't. But in the previews for next week's episode, you see both dragons and snow. Okay, cool. So all the animals are still ghost, there. You mean ghost yeah. snow snow ghost? <laughs> cool. Yeah. So both dragons are are back. They, they were just injured, but they're fine. It seems like they heal quick. Maybe I don't know. Kind of get that impression. Yeah, I'm sure um, they do. But they're, they're really big. They you just know, cauterize like, it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> cauterize their. Boobs. I guess like these people jumping on stabbing them is like maybe like getting just poked with needles. Like, ow, stop that freaking. Yeah, hurts. Like, just knock like that. it off, stupid. <laughs> um, but man, yeah, we just thought we talked about it because it was like mid season finale and it was a great big fight scene. It, well, it was funny. A lot of people were like, man, they wanted to see Jon Snow take out the Night King. But Jon Snow was like That's trapped. I was thinking. He couldn't get to Bran. Yeah. And because that dragon's gonna get him. Right. And so he's like kind of trapped trying to make things happen. Right. And so people are and then Bran just warged the whole time. Makes you so it makes you wonder where he was warged at. What was he looking at this whole time? Uh-huh. Because he's been, you know, he's not even there. He's warged out while everyone's shooting arrows, killing all these whites. Yeah, he's not even present. So wondering where he's been this whole time what he's been doing because they were kind of thinking maybe him and this night king are doing some agreement while he's warged out and you don't know oh okay and and then all of a sudden Arya stabs him before anything happens so maybe Arya saved the day or maybe she doomed them all 
Nah, I, I think his intentions were very clear. He's going to kill Bran because he wants to yeah, wipe out I all know, mankind. I know, it's just theories that I was reading. Yeah, you're, you're stretching on some of these yeah, theories, I think. <laughs> I think you're looking at any theory at this point. You, you can exclude some. <laughs> yeah, for real. I think they, it was just badass moment right yes there. it was awesome great episode um maybe we'll talk again at the end of the episode we'll the the maybe season. wait at the end of the season yeah i think let's we'll, just let we'll the rest of the season again. ride out and we'll wait till then but damn was that a lot of shit going on this weekend so much excitement yeah emotional roller coasters damn was it a good weekend. yeah and you got another great weekend coming up so yep, going to waverly hills i'm leaving tomorrow a, a day early so just in case because that's still a standby flight and I don't want to miss out because now I had to buy a damn ticket to investigate. <laughs> so I don't want to be out 80 bucks. All right, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed our breakdowns and our Easter egg findings of Endgame. And, and our reviews. longest Buko Boys episode ever. Yeah, this is just a bonus for our listeners who are nerdy like us. So, all right, guys. We appreciate you sticking through a whole two hours with us. We love you. Peace out, everybody. Bye.